Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the DLP Report Podcast Live. Um, tonight, we're live on 4G <laughs> because, of, <laughs> because of issues with Virgin Media. Thank you very much, Virgin Media. That was great timing. Uh, but I think everyone is here nonetheless. Uh, we have Jeff from DLP Town Square. Made it. Made it. Uh, <laughs> Richie, Richie is back this week. Hi, Richie. Hello. Yeah, I'm back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we have Elliot from Elliot. Hey. Hey. Our game master extraordinaire, Patrick. Hi, everyone. And um, David at Disney. <laughs> We have so many people today. Uh-oh. You're here, David. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, and uh, we yeah. have uh, Darren as well, who's back for another week. I guess we didn't scare him away. No, I'm here by 40. Yeah. Yes, he's a new regular now. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and a special guest tonight, uh, Vivian from the Vivian. <laughs> you know, you can just say Viv, right? Because no, I like to call you the Vivian because. <laughs> You can you can tell that <laughs> you can tell like Darren got the reference immediately. <laughs> Straight away. <laughs> anyway, it's so, sticking now. Yeah, so, <laughs> so okay. we have we have a lot of people on the on the air tonight, but I guess you know it is quarantine, so uh, we might as well. Um, how's everyone's week uh, been? Lots of um, exciting things. I'm sure you've been doing. Uh... It's <laughs> Well, Richie, you, Richie, you're working. Richie, you're, are you the only key worker of this show? Um, I don't know. I think so. Anyone else? I think, so. Else? I think yeah. so. We all we all working from home, but you're uh, you're holding down the fort. Um, yeah, and uh, he's working from home now. No, 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 I'm working right. from home. That's right. You're, yeah. you're, so you're not a key worker anymore, I guess. You got to do my job. You're doing what we're all doing and suffering through it. Yeah. yeah, sitting around. Welcome to real quarantine. Yeah, this is <laughs> this is week seven or week six, depending on <laughs> if you've quarantined before the government told you or not. But here in the UK, it's I guess six or seven. Um, and I think just mainly... like going back to January, like, does anyone really think that we'll be in quarantine in April? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is all a bit surreal, isn't it? <laughs> uh, but you know, I, I think there's this is showing one thing is that the, at least the the Disney parks at large and Disneyland Paris fan community can survive with the parks closed for that long because you know I don't know Twitter, Instagram, everyone is still here, everyone is still chatting, we're still here uh, doing the shows. And... We get a new COVID nineteen prediction post every week, every day now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh, yeah, you you log on and like the US parks are like, the Florida governor once said this one word and now I think the parks are opening tomorrow. <laughs> everyone, everyone has become He's an a expert. <laughs> um, well, in the, in the US, at least, I don't know, I don't know if the UBS report was talking about all the parks or, or just the US, but I saw this, there was an analyst report that said that the parks won't reopen until 2021 and a lot of people have ran with that story saying oh my god end of the world but like they're just analysts right i don't know i feel like this is just a non yeah. this is a non-story i feel like they're just they're just forecasting risk for shareholders like mm-hmm. and i'm not sure how medically yeah. accurate it is yeah i mean well, if you were going to invest in disney parks probably now is not the right time 
Oh, no, now's the right, now's the best time. It's, it's great time, yeah. Wait, if you are invested in Disney parks, then it's not the right time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. If you've bought in February, best, in January, are coming you know. back. Like it is bouncing back. Like it will come back. So it's a good time to invest if you haven't. Well, it better because I have invested personally. <laughs> uh, oh, have you? And not in not in Disney parks, but I do too. So you know. oh, I can still do. Don't you? I'm like, eh, what's the point? If you were, the annual dividends mm. is like nothing. So, oh, for Disney parks, yeah. I mean, there is, you know, it's like when um, uh, when people bought shares of your Disney SEA because they wanted to have some Mickey, and just the fact to own part of the company is okay. kind of like, yeah. Ugh. I, hate, I used to hate that. I used to hate that phrase. Owning a piece of magic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, people used to take pictures of bricks on Main Street and were like, oh, I like to think I own this brick. I'm like, no, you don't get to choose. <laughs> <laughs> what, you, what you actually own is, uh, it's called a voting, right? And that's all you own. Yeah. <laughs> you own an average muffin in a glass of orange juice. I had, I had, I a, brick on, I had to... a brick in Fantasia Gardens. Uh, Darren actually <laughs> owns a brick. <laughs> Did do they, like, rip it out when they redid the gardens and, like, not even tell yeah. you? They ripped it out, like, with Michael Jackson's as well, so... They on. destroyed Michael Jackson's, by the way. I have the story of that one. What is I, the story? I asked Listen. about it. Well, no, so I asked about mm-hmm. it, um, because there was a few people, who, famous people, who had them. Uh, Michael Jackson had one, Alton John had one, um, and there was a big... When they were redoing the paving... There were people in Team Disney going, well, you know, there's some really famous people. We should try and preserve these stones. And the builders went, yeah, that's great. We destroyed them all last night anyway. Oh, <laughs> that's so apparent. <laughs> I mean, a, I mean a, lot, a lot of them were f- faded anyway, So, especially yeah. the Walt Disney Studios um, ones. They, they were yeah, the Michael, in a bad way. The Michael way. Jackson one I saw about two or three weeks before they ripped it up. And it was, it was it actually was fine. Was it, in good it was condition. polished. It was polished. <laughs> I used to take a toothbrush and brush mine down when I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, so they were trying to save them, and, but they, they sort of failed. But I feel like in the US, like the, um, I those Walt Disney Studios come to a props. They saved them at, at Magic Kingdom, right? There were, there were some in front of Magic Kingdom, mm-hmm. and I feel like there was some kind of program. Mm-hmm. Or is it, was it Magic Kingdom buy, or Hollywood Studios? You could, you, could buy a cardboard, you could buy a cardboard one at Magic Kingdom. You could get a cardboard replica or something, I think, for, for a short time. No, Epcot. But yeah. was, what was it called? No, um, Legal Legacy. No, Legal Legacy is gone. Because I have a Legal Legacy. Richie had one, yeah. Had. Uh-huh. But aren't they putting, so they were just aren't they putting them yeah. outside in the parking lot? I think so, yeah. So... I can't You've been moved to the parking, parking lot. <laughs> You've been demoted. Yeah, I wouldn't even just trash them. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, what happened uh, in uh, Disneyland Paris news this week? Um, um, Pride. Pride got Pride. Uh, Pride, Pride yeah, got yeah, a new yeah. date. I mean, cancelled, but not cancelled, but postponed, but technically not postponed. But... It's kind of it's kind of funny that they managed to get a new date for. Electroland right away, and then it took them a week yeah. to get a new date for Pride. I don't know. Well, I'm yeah, surprised we got a new date this early anyway, though. It was so quick, wasn't it? it was so, so quick. Really, it's real surprise. I should probably have a new towel. They're probably trying they to like... probably already had it in the calendars for next year, so they probably just ran with the tentative date. That's, that's yeah. a good point. Yeah. Well, for Electroland, but for Pride, apparently not, because it took a week for them to push it out. Someone had really? to. Well, someone had to open the laptop and look at the calendar. 
<laughs> they couldn't get the VPN to work for a week. So they, to... they, were, they were on Virgin Media. Uh, <laughs> snap. Um, yeah, but that's that's about it, right? Um, there was um, um, no the app so got they... out, the app got updated. Yeah. Oh, God. The annual pass section in the app now. It's actually the really good. Is it? Great. It is just pass. the same page yeah. that you can get on the web no. inside the app. No, no, no. They've actually done a decent job of it. Right. Yeah, I would, me and Jeff had like a, we were shook. But, but like you have to just pick which AP you have, and then it just tells you your benefits. Yeah, but yeah, it's, but... it's foundations, you know. We're small steps here. Yeah, lockdown is getting <laughs> to you guys. <laughs> you think that it's like, like a, it's like a puppy. You can't re- you can't reward the puppy too early because then it won't. Right, no. But so you can now log in. You can now log <laughs> in with your Disney Should account, which poop. is a biggest step, and it actually says "Welcome, Elliot," when you open the app as well. I was checked. Is that really though? Like, is that really progress? Like, oh, for this app, anything's progress. <laughs> the thing that I was actually quite pleased about because a lot of people they always hid these benefits. So there's um the partner benefits, so the ones that are not necessarily Disneyland Paris shops and restaurants, uh, but you know you get a discount at Vapiano, you get a discount at Earl's Sandwich, in Gourmand you get a cheaper cinema ticket. They've really sort of amplified those on the app, which is kind of good, I think. I guess. I think soon enough, I think it's just they've laid the foundations there for you to be able to actually just have your pass in the app. I mean, it really you shows... You would almost think, you would almost think that it's a totally inexperienced team who would be putting the team together, but, you know. <laughs> it really shows, like, like think... how low our expectations are for this app that we're happy that they just put, like, the... the list of benefits <laughs> I think, I think like, oh, it Whoa. says your name. It says your name. Gee. Wow, mail merge. I mean, meanwhile... <laughs> Meanwhile, at Disney World, they're telling everyone that you are not allowed to come by the front desk anymore. You have to check in in the app and just open your door with your phone. Yeah, I'm looking at my Disney World reservation, and um, mine doesn't have that. Because you're from the UK, you have to go to the front desk. Uh, No, so it's okay for me to give coronavirus to people. (laughs) You (laughs) don't need a magic band. UK package guests. You you can package guests can still... Do it with the phone, yeah. Yeah, yeah you can do it with your phone, but you have to go there when you check in or you won't be able to get into the parks. Yeah, but why don't they just so put the magic bands to. on the bed? Like, it's easy. Yeah. <laughs> like, they, have to act- they have to activate it and associate it to your credit. I'm sure there's a reason. I don't think it's needed. Uh, sure like, UK guests can still just go like as a package guest and like do it. And I'm sure they have some form of contingency. They'll probably yeah, like extend sure. like the postage of magic bands to people. Like, they're a bit that iffy with doing it for some people. Um, no, no, they usually post them out. I've, I've seen people in the UK have them posted out before, but like they'll probably maybe just do that as a standard when it reopens, just so they have like cut that contact maybe. I'll tell you, they they burst, maybe. <laughs> Jeff can test that for us, hopefully. Yeah, we'll, we'll post them. Yeah, after buy uh, magic bands. That's the only way you can do it. Like use your phone, you unlock the room, then buy a magic band at the shop. But that's just the same as going to the front desk anyway. Nah. Because they don't give you magic bands when you from the UK. Yeah, you get yeah, you, you have to get them at the hotel check-in instead of in the post. But what yeah, if you have right. drop them on the bed? What if you have one from a previous trip and you have linked it in the app? You can do that then, yeah. But then you can like decline you can decline a new one and just go straight to your room. Ah. Wow. But but I'm sure you could just leave them on the beds. Like that's a possible thing. No, but they have to reg- they have to attach it to a credit card and stuff like that. We well, have to get in the room to get them on the beds. Yeah, you can use you can your, do phone. That with your phone. Yeah. 
Oh. But I feel like UK right. packages are a different system or whatever, and they have to, like, you know. Yeah. We get a great price and uh, sacrifice some uh, benefits. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so um, let's talk about non official news. Well, uh, let's talk about official. <laughs> Let's talk about official, non-official news. Natasha Rafalski did a live, a live show. Natasha <laughs> Rafalski live. It is unclear if she had her uh, Chinese funeral urns behind her or not, but I don't think so. <laughs> Anyways, she talked about. Oh <laughs> she talked about uh, a few points of what's going on inside Disneyland Paris. So they're working on a reopening plan. Um, and there are uh, different ways that they're going to explore um, how they're going to do social distancing. Uh, some of them are virtual waiting lines, uh, reduced capacity, and they're basically just discussing with all the other Disney parks around the world to see how that might work. Um, they're, <laughs> Paris. They're, yeah. Uh, um, virtual cues, Paris. <laughs> management is talking to the... You know, uh, that gif of the guy from the office laughing away. That's me. <laughs> they're talking to the government of course uh also they they won't be a reopening just after may 11 which is the current sort of like de quarantine of friends but they don't know obviously what time or what day they might open uh there shouldn't be any layoffs but they are freezing um hires on all levels permanent temporary uh interns Unless you work in the CRO, where they're desperately hunting for people. Maybe, yeah, I guess. Um, the, you know, uh, unemployment will be going on from the government until the park reopens. All the, um, all the construction is frozen. Um, the Walt Disney Studios expansion is still going on. Is that a pun? <laughs> but it may be, yeah. it may be delayed. Um, uh, were, so that, that's the point that annoyed me because they were really vague so do they mean like delayed like as in delayed because of the construction stopping or do they mean like purposefully delayed no i think know? they mean oh well it, it's disney we'll never know <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's the construction i think right yeah, yeah. I, I think like they probably paid I think it's weird as well because like this week in France on Monday they started they continued on with the restoration of Notre Dame that had stopped for like 40 odd days so I was wondering because even though they said that they're going to stop all the construction I was wondering if that's going to last too much longer because I, I know a lot of other places are like sli- slowly kind of ramping back up construction work because they're using didn't, social distancing I mean Hotel New York is still continuing now, but I think the studios are just going to stop it till Hotel they New can York reopen. Is going on? Hotel New yeah, York because York? they're allowed they're allowed to do construction in hotels. So they're still doing the construction, but nobody see. knows if it's opening. Like, there's no opening. What think, a scoop. info. I think the idea was to open Hotel New York is when the parks reopen, whenever that is. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. So, like, I I feel like that's a complete miss. I I went through my strategy last week, but just to briefly summarize, I would have held it back a year and then had it like open in tandem with the land as a marketing push. No, because then they like no, because then they like a full hotel with um, Christmas and Halloween and stuff again. True, but I'm not sure. You don't want to like sacrifice capacity. They might they might delay they might delay the marketing campaign. 
Maybe they'll just I mean, yeah. they'll just like the virus going to sacrifice the capacity anyway because yeah because who's um, not gonna go? <laughs> people are not really going to go. Yeah. That's what I like, thought. Even, even That's why. Go, <laughs> yeah. Um, like even me, I'm like thinking, do I want to go? That's going to depend on the measures for me. Well, yeah. it's quite. It was quite interesting. Early was it earlier this week? Last week, the Dutch theme parks announced how they were going to start to open. Oh, I didn't even read that. <laughs> no. So that, I think they were saying that they're going to have you can you can only drive to the parks. You have to use an app, of course, to, to get in the queues. Um, if you're with a, if with your family, you can go in the ride by yourself, and if you're with friends, you have to go separately. So you're like, that's this is the biggest problem for me. I don't go to the parks with my family, so does that oh, mean like so you don't have any friends? <laughs> Rude. Oh, snap. <laughs> you could be my son, Elliot. Sorry. Uh, uh, <laughs> right. Bye. Dad. I mean, technically. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Elliot okay. shouting "Daddy" in a park, saying "Daddy, I want to go." Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like four people answer. <laughs> right, moving on. Will Disney make? There. Will Disney make me like social distance from my friends? Like, will we have to walk down Main Street two meters apart? Well, I mean, it's like... fine by me. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! I think. But they're saying that restaurants and things in France, they're not going to announce an opening date until the end of May. Mm. That will also apply, presumably, to fast food restaurants, buffets, table service. And I don't yeah. think you can open a park until you can. Well, that's the weird. I mean, fast food restaurants in France. I mean, Paris open. is hard enough anyway, so what's the difference? Uh, I mean, they're also not going to open a village if restaurants aren't allowed to open, so. Yeah. But I would imagine that the village, won't, the village won't open until the parks reopen. <laughs> yeah, that's something they said. Yeah, that the village won't reopen until parks are open. Yeah, I mean, how, how long would it take to actually like restock the resort of everything? Right. Yeah, absolutely. Not, that's that's going to take right. weeks, isn't it? Mm, yeah. I mean, it, it depends on what. Like boutiques, they're fine because when oh, no, park shop, the food and oh, drinks no, food, and supplies not. and yeah, oh. that's going to take weeks. Polyester t-shirts aren't going to degrade anytime soon. <laughs> but no, they, fully, they fully stocked the shops like when we closed so yeah i was thinking more food and drinks and yeah. supplies and things no idea Don't no it's gonna be massive that because they have like specifics to order and stuff relies on remember? supply chains doesn't it yeah. mm. i'm sure they have tons of frozen food in the in their in their freezers <laughs> enough to feed that's all be fine for the next five years nutella muffins will be there I don't mind there, the beignets. They're good. There's shaped p- pizzas from the 25th anniversary. They still have plenty of them. They're fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was a star pizza from 2017. <laughs> yeah. I'd love to know how many of those they actually ordered. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. So the main street things, like the star pizzas are going to be the hit of the season. Yeah. Those queues down Main Street of everyone standing two meters apart for Casey's. Ah, oh, that's good. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 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 they Disneyland Hotel. I'm going to bring my sandwich. Like, seriously, I'm, I'm against that normally. But, I mean, if that's going to be the case, I'm going to bring my sandwich because, like... I, I mean, wanna... I wouldn't be surprised if we're going to use the name routine. Restaurant. Yeah, they did it with, like, so, Uncle Lee's, like, in the beginning. They probably true. will just throw it in again because they don't care. If I legit open with, like, lime with you, everything, I'm just not going to go. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not. not. Be prepared. Like, I mean, you never know. I, I like think... lime with tea. 
I, I don't think um, I don't think they can open until they can actually run these fast food places because that the, the French government are hinting that you'd have to disinfect every table after each family. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be an that. absolute nightmare at somewhere like Paris. Not any McDonald's really is going to be horrible. But yeah. in those massive places like Hostel de la Marionette. That's yeah. the, the only thing they can do is do like the way they do Hakuna in summer and like have cast members like roping it off and only allowing you in with food and then right away empty like once a guest leaves, clean the table. Yeah. Yeah, did someone be... like we we just a table and stuff and be like, right, okay, you sit here and then when you yeah. get up, clean the table, like basically like a sit down restaurant kind of thing, but with fast food. Yeah, exactly. It might actually work better than the usual way they run a fast food. They've done it before, so why not? <laughs> Maybe I will do it the scale. <laughs> the scale is the thing that's going to be really difficult for them to do. So, let me finish my list. From <laughs> 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 15 so minutes ago. Shut up, everybody. <laughs> so, um, well, uh, cast members uh, might be allowed to wear masks. It would depend on what the government is recommending. Uh they're saying that the Lion King and Jungle Festival and the Run Disney Weekend are still um, on, and that was on mm-hmm. April 21st. But I mean, you know, uh, so many things were still on for the longest time and then got cancelled anyway. My brother, let land. Yeah. I, I, I really think they're getting cancelled. Sorry. 100%. I, I think they just yeah. trying to manage CRO levels. Like, they literally can't get anything into it. Or they changed the offering, like putting Timon out for a meet and greet and calling it like in Jungle Festival. <laughs> What's They've, different? Um, I, think, I think doing the run weekend's a bit irresponsible, to be honest. Yeah. If they did mm-hmm. try and run it anyway. So, but I, so I don't think it will. But what are the numbers normally? Because in Germany, the maximum is 5,000 people for, like, sport events. So if it's less than 5,000, then, I mean, I see them doing it just for the 5, sake 000, of getting it's guests. Worth, it's, it's, normally, it's normally 8,000 for, 8, for the half marathon, so they could reduce... Because yeah. there's no BIP-only no sales yet, and I'm pretty sure that's not going to happen at all anyways. Yeah, how are they going to sell? Is it 5,000 things could expect it and stuff as well, though? Yeah. Yeah. How are they going to sell all the bibs and and also all the yeah, Americans the American, are going to come? Yeah. So it's already. That's the yeah, issue. Yeah. They need to like hurry up and say something about it because of like the yeah. like so many international people, especially Americans, fly over for this thing. Yeah. Like the longer they don't cancel it, that's kind of like. I need to announce the rollovers okay. or something straight away, like of Castle yeah. Chateau and stuff like that. If they that. cancel, I can exactly. book a cruise. That would be nice. Yeah, but it's also <laughs> there's also the training period because you need. I think we said yeah, last week. You need about twelve, 12 mm-hmm. week training periods. Yeah. For, so yeah, like, if you... and most people are starting already. So yeah. And how do you social distance the corrals? So that is impossible. a really difficult question. Literally impossible. Like yeah. you just can't with the logistics of an event like that. You literally can't social distance to get it. Yeah, well, but the reason the, the, the reason the Berlin one was cancelled was because in Germany they only do five thousand people. Right. I still think that's a lot, though. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of people together, packed together. Like if they were yeah. clever, yeah. Like, <gasps> if they were clever, like Shanghai, are about mm. it's about not nine hours away. They're about to release their their virtual five and ten k runs. Yeah, so, and I think that's about forty for challenge is about forty five pounds. Um, okay. 300 and something yen so it's, it's mm. actually not quite good value for, for, 
I think, for what you're getting. Yeah, but it's like, virtual ones, I think it's definitely good value. Because I, I must have ordered the medal already. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you see the new virtual run medals. Oh, yeah. that's so amazing. The e-tickets. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yeah. I'm honestly so surprised so they didn't turn the Princess Run virtual and, like, just offer us to keep the medals, like, send the medals but to us. the medals aren't there yet. That would so take someone thinking. They... Do you think the medals are not done right. yet? They must be done. I mean, yeah. if they don't have China, then no. They're on a boat somewhere on their way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they have to have been done. <laughs> Maybe, but maybe there was a supply chain problem in China when they were doing them in January, maybe. Very true. Mm. Um, but also, um, you have to... The, uh, the European border, will that be open in September? Oh, yeah, I, I, think so. will, I don't think it yeah. will be open for non-EEA countries. I don't think it will. So the, yeah. the UK is going to be like... <laughs> no, the UK yeah. is in it. Well, yeah, yeah, we're yeah. okay. I guess. It's for like Switzerland that's not in it. Too yeah. bad. Yeah, we'll see about that. But they're they're really vague about it at the moment. They're like you can't travel, but they're like you can if you really need to. It's like well, it's clear. it's really it's contradicting because like the Belgian press conference like the other day, she was like, the eighteenth of June, we're gonna like see whether you can travel internationally, and then the French government is like, you all should think about just having a summer holiday in France and not being allowed to travel anywhere but else. in Belgium, you're not allowed to drive from France to Belgium, but you're allowed to get the train. Like It's so weird. I think, yeah. um, I don't know, for me, it's from what I'm seeing and reading, uh, Macron seems, I think, quite realistic at the moment. Like, the things yeah. he's saying, they're not comforting. Mm. And if I read something that's not comforting at the moment, I think that that's kind of likely to be true. Skeptical, yeah. Yeah. All right, well, we'll see. Right, that's... We'll see when he next speaks. Shanghai, <laughs> Shang, if Shanghai opens soon, that's going to be the, the most interesting thing to watch him for. Yeah. yeah. But I think it's, it's, it's definitely going to be the test for everyone else. Yeah. So the only thing they with Shanghai do... is, though, it's really hard to follow any coverage from there. I think there's, like, yeah. three accounts I maybe follow, but even their reports are so sparse. Like, yeah. even if it does reopen, it's going to be impossible, really, for it to actually get an actual overview of what happens and how it's running. Obviously, it'll be way, so controlled. The best out of what Shanghai is the official Instagram. Week. If you don't follow them, you should. Brian? Yeah. It's the best. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's sort of the best Disney Parks Instagram. I don't know who does it or how, but yeah. uh, somehow they managed to get Do you remember the Halloween horse with the, um, the skeletons? Yeah. Yeah, and they, they do all sorts of like cool things all the time. I remember mm-hmm. talking to Joe Shot about it actually at the Christmas press event that he was like really proud of it as well. Oh, yeah. Um, Joe Shot's the president of Shanghai Disney Resort, Scott. by the way. Jeff Scott, uh, who cares? Scott, um, and also, <laughs> um, the other bit of news that I got from Natasha is that I hope you don't need ponchos because they've given all of them away so. Or <laughs> <laughs> random thing. Oh yeah, we're, we're, they yeah, give them I, all to I the mean, hospitals. <laughs> well, yeah. can, like, I wouldn't trust those ponchos to medically protect me. Well, you know, um, you don't have anything else. You just take whatever you can. But yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, this was it for the news, at least on my end. Unless anyone can think about something else that happened in the past week. No. Um, no. no. It was a really quiet week, actually. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. you know, we're all just keep, you know, we're all the same, 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 same. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're going to take a first break. Uh, and when we come back, it will be Patrick's time to shine with a new quiz. Okay. 
Oh boy. The quiz. <laughs> the quiz where you have to throw you have to yell your name. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm still really bitter playing about the that. rules because I'm pretty sure Vivian actually knows how it works, but Ben's like, so this is how the game works. Just <laughs> nah, I know how it works. Yourself. It's you just say your name when you reply. <laughs> Just yeah, it's so easy, right? So easy. <laughs> but we got there. <laughs> Sorry, for some reason that doesn't register. Um, so the theme, the theme for the music today is parades. So we're gonna have plenty of cool parade music uh, for you all evening. I'm gonna start the first one. It's um, it's one I've played before in a podcast a very long time ago. Um, it is from. <laughs> we don't speak about. That. It is from Stars on Parade, but it is actually the sort of like Parisian instrumental version of it. It's it's completely inexplicable why why this was even made, but um, I think it's. I thought it was Italian themed. Is it Italian? Is it? It sounds. Yeah. But it's, it kind of sounds like Ratatouille. Yeah, that's like it's very French. Yeah. Right. I think it sounds like the Ratatouille soundtrack. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so this it's is one of the demo versions. So yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, on the but... CD single release, they included like a bunch of like demo versions. Yeah, yeah. They, it yeah. Is it's on there. Yeah, it's cool. Mm-hmm. I bought it, and I was so happy when I when I found it was on there. I yeah. only bought the CD and then thought, oh wait, I don't have a CD player. Yeah. <laughs> because I live in seventeens. Yeah. I have the Dreaming Up CD, and I had to like go and find a CD player to load it onto my Mac. Mm. I miss CDs. Mm. <laughs> I miss yeah. Disneyland Paris CDs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. They so... still sell them. They still sell them in the resort. Like they still have CDs. <laughs> yes. Yeah. CDs like two thousand six. Yeah. yeah. And they all say Disneyland Resort Paris on them yeah. because they're, they're that old. <laughs> But they keep saying that they're working on some kind of, you know, online deal. Like, we're supposed to get the New Year's song. We're supposed to get so many things. And uh, it just is not happening. Anyway. This is why people can listen to this podcast for all those, like, cheeky songs that aren't available anywhere else. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Like so, a, like an exclusive soundtrack. The media clips, yeah. Uh, we're going to listen to the Parisian slash Italian instrumental version of Stars and Parade. And... We'll be back in two minutes.
back with the DLP Report Podcast Live. That song is kind of crazy. I don't know. It's making me trip out. Uh, <laughs> it's just weird. I, I, I wish we could hear it. Oh, Fun yeah, fact for you guys listening, we can't hear the music. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can hear it if you connect to the live feed. No, but then there's, from... a la- there's a lag, so like just, you know. Mm, all right, right. Well, sorry about that. That's just how the... Okay, I quite like that little talking break. It's pretty good. That's just how mm-hmm. the technology works. <laughs> it's like also... when we all break down and go crazy. <laughs> also, I have, um, I have lost the music from the quiz. <laughs> sorry, Patrick. Oh, no. <laughs> It's fine, like we just said. I don't even hear the music, so... so I've fine. never heard... Exactly. Patrick, have you ever heard the Chris music, or do you have no idea? <laughs> <laughs> no, I sent I sent it to him in an MP4, so I know what it is. Oh, okay. uh, no, wait, I think I have it somewhere. Hold on. I just, it's just that... I actually don't know what it is. Meaning, what is it? It's, um, it's, a, it's one of the... Um, it's a Tron Legacy theme. Oh, 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 no. I think originally, originally it was like a different one. But um, then I lost that one. Anyway, so you, can, you can tell I am super organized. <laughs> it's um, fine. We don't need it. It's grand. Don't no, but about. I have it. I have it. Hold on. I have it. There you go. Okay. Oh, wait. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So what is the theme for... What a big... What a big Oops. difference. It's like so much ambience. Anyway, okay. Um, yeah, I, 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 I couldn't remember if you wanted a theme or not. So then I just ended up making it like I was seven questions deep on one team, and I was like, "Man, I'm just gonna use this team now." But I'm gonna let you guess what it is. Uh, so, oh, am I still here? Or is everything gone? Yeah, we're no, still here. Okay, we're ready. Like, ready. No, we're just, we're just actually listening France. to you. Um, just warming um, okay. up. Warming up. Uh, so, um, yeah, basic rules apply. Say your name and then answer. Okay. Uh, Say your name. Bed. <laughs> okay and again i'm looking for like the answer that i have so if you have a different answer well done you I the answer I have. Wait, um, what is the theme so, did we did we say the theme no, no we, no, we have to guess oh, jesus okay. yeah you're gonna guess it oh, well the second question is very much going to give away the theme anyway question number oh, one I know the theme. Um, <laughs> what is the theme um what question number one what common unique feature do the following attractions share what common feature do the following attractions share? Country Bear Jamboree, Tower of Terror, and Haunted Mansion. What common unique feature do the following attractions share? Richie. Richie? They bought, they're all present in three different parks. Or were what? present in three different parks. That's good. That's good, but it's not what I have. But that is pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> do they all... Darren. Darren, do they all have a pre-show area? Uh, probably, but that's not why I have. <laughs> so there are many answers, Wrong but you can only find you can only get the answer that Patrick is thinking about. <laughs> Were they all created by Disney? <laughs> They're all in Disney parks. <laughs> yeah. Well, John, but you had to say your name first. Um, uh, can I? Yeah, in Tokyo. Give us a clue. Yeah, Tokyo. Uh, clue. It's not. It's not about. Uh, the clue is. 
it's about what they were used for and not specifically like something in the attraction but it's about what they were used for oh oh yeah, what, which were the three attractions again Crunchy Bear Jamboree Haunted Mansion and Tower of Terror that's right um, you answered your own question you don't get a point for that yeah <laughs> <laughs> can I have another go yeah go for it Oh no! Go for it. <laughs> I was going to say all three of them have a version of an elevator involved. Oh, that's interesting. But no, they kind of do, uh, don't they? Yeah. If you think about Teddy Bear, she can yeah. Okay, I'll give, you, I'll, I'll give you. Hang on, I'll give you a clue. Hang on, I'll give you a better clue. Mm-hmm. Hang on, let's let me Google. Because uh, I don't know. How it is. <laughs> So, that's what Richie's doing I, right now. I know. <laughs> well, Ash, Ash has a good answer. He says they have films. They're based on films. Ash has already oh, got Well, but yeah. are they though, or or did they inspire yeah. films? Oh, they, did they inspire inspired films? Film. Yeah, Ash got the point. Twilight yeah. is already though. They inspired. But so which one came first, the chicken or the? Or the Country Bear Jamboree. Well, 1997 was <laughs> Tower of Terror. 2002 was Country Bears. And I have a doubt about Haunted Mansion. I don't know. I think it was like 2005 or six, was it? Uh, uh, something like that, yeah. yeah. Richard, I have you the existence have, of Country Bear Jamboree movie. Have you ever seen it? No. Oh, my God. It looks like... I don't want to. Oh, you must see it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it looks so really I thought, like... The country bears would be like the perfect kind of like hillbillies come to New York and cause shit. Like that would be a movie I would watch. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, give it to me. Anyway, okay. Question number two. Um, uh, so, question number two. In what year did the original Haunted Mansion attraction open in Disneyland? Jeff. Jeff? Um, 1969. Correct. Oh, wow. Question number three: What are the names? Way. What are the names of the three hitchhiking ghosts in the haunted mansion attraction? Richie. Richie. Um, Gus. Yep. Um, oh. Um. Are you googling? No. Like. I'm actually looking at the Haunted Mansion original poster as we speak, so I've got it up. <laughs> oh, um, I don't know. I can only know a ghost. I'll give you a point for ghost. Oh, okay, can I have a point you. for one of the other ones, then? Uh, maybe. Uh, anything else? Jeff, <laughs> um, yeah, there's Phineas. Yeah. yeah, that's a point. Yes, there is. Damn it. And the I last one. the other one. I had Gus and I, I forgot the third one. The last like Arthur or something. No. The la- does anyone know the last one or did I just pass on that one? Uh, Ezra. Oh, uh, yes, of course. Uh, Ezra. Yeah. Uh, I would have also accepted Dave for Phineas, apparently, because he was marketed <laughs> as Dave for a while, which is less <laughs> Sorry, Dave, but why not? Um, okay. Um, <laughs> Next, in terms of setting, in terms of setting, so location, um, the Haunted Mansion style of attraction is unique. What is notable about the attraction's location? 
Uh, David. Yeah. Can you repeat the question, please? Every, every haunted mansion is in a different land. Yeah, correct. Mm-hmm. So, good. do you want to go through them all, David? Magic Kingdom's in Liberty Square. I think the Tokyo one's in, like, Western land. No, no, it's in Fantasyland, Fantasy right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the New Orleans Square for Disneyland. And then if you count Phantom Manor, it's in Frontierland, right? And if you count Mystic Point, Mystic Point, Mystic Point, Mystic Point, Point yeah. yeah. Okay, so what I mean, like, yeah, okay, great. Next, in what year did the seasonal overlay Haunted Mansion holiday debut in Disneyland Resort? Oh, uh, Elliot? <laughs> Elliot. 1993? No. no. Richie. Richie? 1995? No. Darren? Yeah. Darren? Yeah, 1996? No. Jeff? Yeah. I'm trying to remember the CD that you gave me, Darren. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking as well, yeah. Is it 2003? That's the case Imagineering story, guys. Viv, Darren, uh, and Ben, you may as well just have a go. Darren oh, already had uh, a go. Dar- mm-hmm. David, sorry. No. Uh, two th- 2001. Yeah, correct. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I knew it was the 2000s. Should have got that. Um, okay, so that's the Haunted Mansion uh, holiday. Uh, but what is the full name of Haunted Mansion seasonal overlay in Tokyo Disneyland? Oh, in English? <laughs> What's happening? Yeah, it has an English. It's like in an English it's name. English, yeah. No, in Japan, it'd be like Jack's Happy. Dancing fun time. Like <laughs> the answers for the Baymax question. Anyone? It it has like just something after it. It's like um, yeah, yeah. Is it? Oh, Richie, is it nightmare? Is it what's like, that? Sorry, what, I, what was it? Haunted Mansion holiday nightmare. Yeah, correct. Good. Yes. Uh, okay, complete the quote from Haunted Mansion Holiday. Our holiday tale is a tale that's quite charming, but during this season, it's sometimes alarming. So relax and reflect. Feel free to take pause. No idea. Jeff? <laughs> Jeff? For this tale of old Sandy Claws? Mm, kind of, but not really. Does anyone else have a go? Oh. Kidnapped the Sandy Claus? I don't know. It's all about Sandy Claus. Yeah. I I feel like Jeff can have it. Uh, while, we tell you tale, yeah. while we tell you a tale about dear Sandy Claus. Correct. Yeah, uh, course, yeah. What is the name of the proprietor of Mystic Point and his animal companion? Jeff. Uh-huh. Jeff? Is it? No. Uh, it's Lord Mystic and Albert, no? Can I have his first name, please? Henry? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which American composer is credited with uh, composing the theme for Phantom Manor at Disney on Paris? Oh. Yeah, I do know this one, but I don't. (laughs) (laughs) 
I feel yeah. like we should all know that, but somehow we don't. <laughs> yeah, I was going to go Rick. I, I thought there was more like Haunted Mansion slash Phantom Manor stands, and apparently I was like, meh. This is like <laughs> super questions, though. Cone says mm-hmm. Buddy Baker? No, that was the original. I'm, oh. I'm looking for Phantom Manor. Oh. Oh. Um, Luke says John Debney. Correct. Well yeah. done, Luke. You're a point no, one, point, one point for Luke. <laughs> yeah, well done. Over in Northern Ireland. Okay, so the next question is a different type of question. So I want you to tell me the number. So you're going to have to do some math here, okay? So I want you to tell me the number. So I want you to add the number of singing busts in the original Haunted Mountain attraction to the number of singing busts present in the Phantom Manor attraction in Disneyland Paris. So I want you to add the two numbers together and tell me the answer. Add the number. Yep. None. Yeah. There's five in Dis- there's five in Disneyland and there's yeah. only four. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the most like where's where's the fifth? Yeah, like the the one that isn't it the one that's like slightly laid like lying down on yeah, like his side. Walking over. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Um I I pretend I know that but I was watching YouTube videos all afternoon, so um <laughs> <laughs> and the last question where spending the afternoon. Yeah, I was just like, oh, whatever. Uh, last question. Uh, which Disney legend provides the voice for the ghost host in the original Haunted Mansion attraction? Uh, Richie, Richie. Yeah. All freeze. Correct. Well done. Yeah. So there's a tie. The one week I didn't plan a tiebreak question, there's a tie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Quick, fine one. <laughs> Uh yeah, I don't need, I can't even make up a tiger question. Well maybe, done. So we maybe maybe David can use one from his quiz yesterday. Uh, <laughs> I've been uh, hearing I've been hearing a lot about this quiz yesterday, David. So apparently, <laughs> um, I have like competition there in Everton. That's great. <laughs> There's room got, in this quiz yeah, town for everyone. Quiz off. All right. So who are the winners? We have two winners who win absolutely nothing yeah, like every well, week. I, 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 I have, I have a, like three order questions, but they're not related to 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 Fat Manor or. Oh, they'll do. Oh, they'll do. Let's do those. Okay, right. Um, <laughs> um, will I do all three of them or just one? Do all three. Let's do all three of them. Do all three. Okay, right. It's there quarantine. We have months. <laughs> which restaurant? Which restaurant would once stood where the current annual pass office stands at the entrance to Disneyland uh, Discovery Land? Oh, Jeff. Jeff? Café de Visionnaire. Correct. Damn it, Jeff, you know everything. How many theme parks, sorry, how many Disney theme parks have the attraction Mickey's for her magic? Jeff. Jeff. Richie. No, that's incorrect, Richie. Three. No, that's incorrect. Ben. Five. What? Correct. Which is the fifth? What? Hong Kong. I got, I've got DCA, Magic Kingdom, Paris, yeah. Tokyo. And Hong uh, Kong. Hong yeah. Kong. Yeah. Hong Kong have it? I didn't know Hong Kong yeah. had it. Yeah, Hong Kong has it. Um, I really didn't know that. Thing. <laughs> um, and How which... many of them opened in the last three years? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like in Paris, they open when it's cold and when it's hot. It's just I see, like, shuffle I... guests in. 
I feel like I've never done it in any of the other ones, but I feel like, in at least in Discoveryland, it's it's like illuminations where you can just go and sit down and not be outside yeah. for a while. It's like fine. Do you remember when we were having our Do you remember when we were sitting having our award winners and they accidentally uncovered the yeah. sign? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> and like the the park manager was like, "What the hell are you guys doing?" <laughs> And it's funny because in the next in the next segment we have questions and there is one about film magic so we'll talk about film magic again. Oh, more oh. questions? Oh, like question, like, question from the audience. We have many questions uh, today, so we're going to have two segments of questions ooh, because yes. there's a lot yes. to get through. So one more question, Patrick. Yeah, there's one more question, question from Patrick. Yeah. yeah. Last question. Um, what iconic hmm. Disney attraction is the store World of Disney themed to in Shanghai Disneyland's Disney Town? <laughs> Wow. <laughs> How do you find those questions? Well, I've He's been... been so I know. <laughs> He's well trapped. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. I do not I'm know enough about Richie. Shanghai. Richie. I'll choose Peter Pan. Why not? No. No. Is it Jeff? Jeff? It's a small world? It is correct. I just really? like the world. Yeah, they have. They're yes. all in their little world, boats. Yeah. It's all kind of like green and everything because they're like around mm. the globe and whatever. It's great. I just, I just anyway, went for it because of the whole world thing, and I was like, yeah, yeah it, it I just thought, sense. yeah, and because they don't have small world there, so yeah, uh, sad. Oh, Patrick, so a question to... for you. Patrick, did you ride Peter Pan in Shanghai? Yeah, I only watched a video of it literally yesterday, and it's incredible. Right, I was um, shook. Um, yeah, we went on it after uh, Ignite the Dream, and it was like twenty minutes, and it was like so we were like twenty minutes before we finally did it. We literally walked on. Um, we did it, and it was like cool because it was like like all the LEDs and all the lighting is like hundred percent, and you yeah, can see like, like the same but different. Yeah, yeah, it's like ultra. Mm -hmm. It's ultra HD, but it's still not an attraction that I would like, wait an hour for. Oh no! Yeah, absolutely. Does it get yeah, big queues in Shanghai then? Well, sorry. Does it get big queues in Shanghai? Yeah. Well, we we I remember when we were there. Anyway, we would pass by every, like during the day, and it would be like seventy five minutes for Peter Pan's fire. I was like, not a hope in hell. It's like uh, the one ride that always had a huge queue, and every single time you walk past it, you're like, why? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It has to. Be, it has to be. Uh, yeah, Ash says Patrick has strong opinions about Peter Pan in general. <laughs> I, I really do, but I'm trying to be neutral here. Like, I might want to, one of my best friends, who, he used to share my opinion. He's who I went to Shanghai with him. And then when he's in Paris, he's like, let's do Peter Pan. I'm like, no, I don't want to. Uh, but, like, it's just, I think it's just because, like, it does get such a long way time. It kind of instantly makes it a bit more desirable because it's always, like, 60 minutes. And the ride yeah. vehicles are kind of fun. I, that's a classic. It's a yeah. fun concept. It's a classic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I wish they did more I, like that. Like, I just can't get behind any ride that has me in it, so I'm sorry. Well, the um, little, the little, um, the Little Mermaid ride that we were supposed to have has the same ride uh, system where you have like the shells yeah, that was, or suspended. It would have been so much better than yeah. that. I wonder why they didn't do more like that. Like it has to be some sort of like weird capacity or maintenance. I think it has, like, but yeah, low, the attractions have such low capacity. 
If you have yeah, two yeah. that are low capacity and you put them like right next to each other, wouldn't that automatically yeah. kind of like reduce demand for the other one, even if the other one doesn't have that be- much better capacity? I feel like that would mm-hmm. not be a, stu- a stupid idea. Yeah, but I mean, I think I think also what yeah. happened when the park opened, they realized that Europeans wanted more roller coasters, and the other one that was sort of like coming up was Space Mountain, and so that got priority uh, with the budgets and everything. And then after that, we all know what happened to finances, and so here we are. <laughs> here we are, twenty <laughs> years later, not another attraction. Seven years later. That's a question. I have two questions before we cut away from this. Question number one. Do you think it's a more blessing or, or a course that we didn't get the investment? Because, like, if we got it now, we might get something better. Is it like, I feel like it's kind of like a ble- like a blessing in disguise, if that makes sense. Because, like, we would have got something that would have, like, probably not have stood up as well in the test of time. Like, would it, like if we had, a like, a Little Mermaid ride or in the Beast ride, we'd probably just treat it like uh, Pinocchio and Snow White and doesn't never go on them. Mm. Um, I, think I don't the, know. The choices, no, I think. the choices were really weird. Like, why did why did Snow White and Pinocchio get made, but not uh, Beauty and the Beast? Well, no, and, because and when, I guess they were the newer. Were, they were newer. They were too late. The yeah. park was designed in 1980, oh, yes. and these films weren't out yet. But yeah. I do think that Fantasyland Dark Rides have a kind of timeless quality. Like, mm. I do actually go on Pinocchio and Snow White more than like you mm. think. Like, I do I enjoy too, them. But I feel like if DLP was even built five years later, Fantasyland and even Adventureland might be very different because they would have probably built Lion King and Aladdin attractions in Adventureland and yeah. probably like Little Mermaid and Beauty and the Beast in Fantasyland, like yeah. from when the park opened. Because when you yeah. think of how popular princesses are today in Disneyland Paris, if if, if yeah. you made a Little Mermaid attraction or Beauty and the Beast attraction, even like more than 20 odd years on, it would still be a hit because that's what people want. Absolutely. Very true. Yeah. So, I think it's a shame yeah. that DLP doesn't have enough space to do like a proper new fancy land expansion. But I think that would be sort of like... I, I, always, I always wondered how, they, how the Little Mermaid rides would, would actually fit into that space. Right. Yeah. Like, it's quite a small space. Yeah. Well, I so saw behind. Isn't. There like, is room back it's there. It's not behind. There's loads of space. But yeah, um, have more doors. Some buildings that have been built there. Something would have to go a little bit, wouldn't they? Yeah. 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 And then, what, how do you manage guest flow during the parade when people are trying to go on this attraction and come out of it as the parade's going past? Like logistical nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well. Patrick, thank you for the quiz, as usual. Yeah, very good quiz, Patrick. It was most uh, interesting yeah. and difficult. I, 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 prom- <laughs> I, I promise I won't do a theme next week. I thought people wanted the theme, so I was like, oh, Phantom oh, I like themes. Just... Themes are fun. Um, one yeah, question like before we, we, we go away from this. Um, just because I like it, because I know Phantom Manor people are very passionate about Phantom Manor. Um, do you think uh, one day, not that I could, but like, do you think it would be... A receivable idea that like um, uh, haunted mansion would come to Phantom Manor. No, not, no, not, no. Not I think that's what just, like, they tried to do this time, and people revolted. Like no, the whole thing so. is giant wink, like oh, haunted mansion reference, you know? Oh, oh, haunted mansion. <laughs> the, mu- yeah, the music was so awful. When I wrote it with the music, it was awful. Touches turns to giant trash. 
that t- lasted what thirty six <laughs> hours before we put the CD back to regular. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, guys. Before we go on break, so I sh- I just saw this on Twitter. But do you know they're selling Galaxy's Edge drinks in supermarkets around California? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not even California. That's in somewhere really weird, like Florida. Alabama or something like that. Well, like it's like in Alabama. It's not even like in state. It's like out of state. It's like twelve. Twelve for five ninety nine or something, isn't it? Yeah. Because <laughs> they, they were, they were, they were, they were no AP discounts in the supermarket. The Disney bloggers and stuff. They're like, oh, if we get them out of state, at least like WDWNT won't find them. <laughs> well, here we are. <laughs> All right, Patrick, because you're the game master and because it's your turn, uh, you get to pick the song. What, uh, have, yeah, what I, have you chosen? I, uh, so the, the theme today is parades, in case you missed the first one. So, yeah, um, a controversial opinion maybe, but I just thought I, I enjoy it, and I know Ash does too. I chose uh, Pirates and Princesses just because it's been on the <sighs> watch recently. And I thought it just brought back some memories. It's not, I, I know like it's very kind of divisive in the community or whatever but I, I met a lot of nice people during that season so it just has some special memories in my hair oh thanks Patrick oh, nice. thanks so thanks <laughs> so how do you know he's talking about you <laughs> 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 alright so we'll be back in two and a half minutes after Pirates of Princesses make you choice
Hi ho! Alright, we're back <laughs> on the JLP Report Podcast. You what? didn't give us the countdown! I did! That. I, wrote, did. I wrote 30 seconds oh, in the gosh. chat. Oh, Jesus. Well, we ignored you. It would, be, it would be helpful if you could hear the music, but Alice, I have not found a way to do this, but maybe... No, uh, it's good. We're oh, fine. you know what I'll do next time? I will put my earphones on my microphone so you can hear it. Would that make sense? No, no, no. Okay, fine. <laughs> Complain, but like, don't want, is, don't a, want nice, a solution. <laughs> it's a nice chat moment. You complain. I don't complain. No, that's fine. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it, is, it is question time, and we're going to start with Eduardo, who remember last week asked a question about Stitch in the studios, and everyone was confused. He did. Well, he yeah. has written to clarify his question. Um, <laughs> his question was, do you think Stitch Live will fit with a new theater district theme in production courtyard? What is happening with Stitch Live? Are we keeping this? Is this going to be a theater? Is this what? What is Stitch Live? What is going to happen to Stitch Live? Yeah. Maybe they'll um, like they have no money to change it. So like maybe because you know oh, like they have like uh, Turtle Talk with Crush. Maybe they can update the character choice. But like same show format, same character. Yeah, but I feel like because in their little survey, Stitch comes out quite high. So like Ooh, yeah. We're yeah, never we're... getting rid of Stitch. But it's more like no. the formats. Like, I feel like everything else will be sort of shows in that area. I've, yeah. done, I've done Stitch kind of Live show. before in, like, a couple, of, a couple of months ago with Jack and Sadie, and it was, yeah. like, so much fun. I had, like, lots of fun. It's, like, stupid, but really funny. It's, like, I, like, I, I love shows. I love Turtle Talk. Did you ever have, did you have, did you have a fight with an octopus? Yeah, <laughs> I I enjoyed yeah, I Stitch Live the first time I did it, and then the second time I'm like, okay, it's kind of the same thing. Did you ever no, get singled out by Stitch? Like, did you ever call you out? Because he called me out once, and it, it's fun, think... but also embarrassing. <laughs> but fun. I've done it. I've done it twice and get called out both times. <laughs> so you're like, never again. I've only done it twice. I'm never going in that thing again. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but it'll be it'll be interesting because I don't know everything else is going to become a theater, and then Stitch is it going to become the Stitch well, theater? Or like... Is is it now? Is it in fifteen well, years? Yeah. Maybe. Well, is it? Yeah. Well, it, it, we'll see. But it's, well, the thing is, they cannot leave production courtyard in that state and just have Avengers Campus like just have a beautiful entrance just there. No, I don't know. It, it just doesn't. <laughs> Maybe production courtyard is like a wasteland at the moment. It's just it a is, huge, but then you just gotta walk in, open and, you, and you'll see at the back of it, you'll see this beautiful entrance with like landscape and probably an amazing sign or something for Avengers Campus. And then you can't just leave production courtyard looking like a trash bag. Uh, um, I'm gonna say you probably can. <laughs> We've done it for the last twenty years. Oh, God. Well, well gonna... this is. Well, Disney Studios is like, hold my, be- hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, clearly we've like, been able have, to like, deal with the backlog for those years. Be like, oh, let's just put some walls up anyway, because this is who we are now. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Well, <laughs> it's sure going to be an interesting few years. Um, a few year, because technically if they open Avengers Campus next summer, that means that they have about a year to fix production courtyard as well. Well, let's just say years, because at this stage, it probably is going to be. <laughs> no, we'll be fine. I think um, Our campus is almost done-ish. I no, really no. don't. I barely finished the frame. Like, the hard. Shut shit up! In my head, it, in my head is done. <laughs> I'm going there tomorrow. <laughs> um, I I think um, 
we haven't heard anything for, about production courtyard. So my expectations of them having done anything this time next year is zero. Well, mm-hmm. something else that they were saying as well is that they were going to remove the stage after Electroland this year. And so now Electroland has been removed. So, yeah, I don't know. Well, no, because with Electroland, they can just put up the temporary stage. I think the bigger problem was having a permanent one. I don't know. Well, they were gonna they were gonna use the stage for Electroland and then remove it. Yeah, and obviously they had the Marvel season before. In <laughs> well, the Marvel season, but then after Electroland, basically in July, they were gonna remove it if you know none of this shit show happened. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if they actually remove it when the parks reopen, and they keep moving on with that idea. That would um, make that area even more barren. Well, I don't know, because it's kind of nice to see Tower of Terror, you know, like, they used to have, like, planters there and stuff, sure. and it would work yeah, with Tower of Terror. it's a really nice, yeah, it's really nice, but instead, instead of just having, like, this massive blank open courtyard that had a stage, so even when they weren't using the stage, you were like, oh, okay, it has a purpose. Now it would just be, here's a big blank open courtyard. Right, I mean, does the park ever have a purpose? Uh, so, the next question, are we done with this one? <laughs> the next question is the question about Phila Magic. Um, oh. Why is Phila Magic in Discoverland Theatre? What would you do with that space? And if Buzz would stay, <laughs> could, could the Visionarium be adapted to that location? Well, I can tell you that no. But, no. Um, yeah, I mean, the story of Phila Magic is kind of an interesting one. It, uh, they, were, they were basically... Um, they were like, you know, that, that like single guy who keeps going from relationship to relationship. They had like various shorts, festivals, whatever in there well, it was up, it for was years. Eo, right? And then, and then finally they tried to put something permanent. Yeah, I mean, they kept like... Sw- and then, well, Hanya shrunk the audience went away. What did, why did Hanya shrunk the audience went, go away? Was it just um, not so popular So that went anymore? away because Michael Jackson died. And they wanted to bring back Captain EO for that as a tribute thing. But then but then Hania shrunk the audience never came back after that. Yeah, so the tribute thing stayed uh, stayed in Paris for like six or seven years. It was a long time. <laughs> well, Honey I Shrunk the Honey I Shrunk was dated before before he even got to Disneyland Paris, I think. <laughs> right, but I feel like at least I feel like at least he had a theme and it would fit in Discoveryland. It was somewhat it, it did fit somewhat, and, yeah. And oh, I I've seen like loads of pictures of when it was even until like the late nineties where like Honey I Shrunk the Audience was like a main attraction and people were queuing yeah, a long I time. It. I yeah, I waited like an hour or so for it when I first went. Yeah, I think the problem with Disney on Paris is that they have way too many theaters and not enough shows. Yeah. So like, like it's cool, it's cool like that they put the Frontierland theater the way it is now, or whatever. But like the problem is now trying to get Atten into it because like apart from the festival of the Lion King, what else are they going to put on there? Nothing. Well, it's funny. Loads of things they could do. No, but like, there's so many things they could do with each land. Like they, like in Frontierland and like whatever, could have like a Toy Story little mini show or something. And then in like Discoveryland, it could have like I I, I don't know. Another what... Toy Story show. <laughs> no, well, no, I think well, I, Discoveryland I think... could have a Stitch show because clearly they think that yeah. Stitch can fit everything, including. Frontierland. Um... <laughs> yeah. Well. Merry Stitch Miss everyone. Stitch can fit anything, <laughs> but I feel like Discoveryland is kind of his thing. 
maybe because he's an alien and stuff and he came on a spaceship or whatever I don't know. I'm not going to stitch just like, <laughs> so to go back to the last question I wouldn't be mad if they move Stitch Live to Discovery Land Theatre I feel oh. like it's in the part of Discovery Land that's quite spacey anyway like it's a Star Tours area that's not as steampunk that is a great idea actually they should put Stitch Live in Discovery Land <coughs> just <laughs> move the whole damn thing and you just like because Discovery Land doesn't really have any you know, kids' rides apart from like Orbitron and Buzz. Actually, they have. Kids rides. They have yeah. Okay, they have plenty of kids' rides. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good idea, though, because um, like Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, that's in Magic Kingdom. That's a similar kind of deal, and that has a huge capacity. Yeah. 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 I like I mean, you'd have to like remove the seats, which is fine because they're all like moldy, mm-hmm. and. And then they have, uh, well, they have the screen, they have the stage. About it. They could, like, they could like build a set in there. Maybe, like, a yeah. smaller set that fits into the room, you know? Mm-hmm. You can yeah. use the same doors in and out, mm-hmm. it's fine. Just, like, yeah. you know, the whole walkthrough doors. Even fine. still, though, like, um, Laugh, Monsters Inc. Laugh Lot, Magic Kingdom, that, that, that's, like, a huge room for, like, a similar-style yeah. show. Yeah. Like, a huge room. Yeah. I think the thing that's always a bit tragic with these things is that, you know, when you go to, like, Stitch Live or... Uh, Mickey's Thriller Magic and you go in and it was like you're in a room that's like s- like 10 times way too big for the amount of people that are going into the attraction and it feels a bit <laughs> yeah. it's like 8 people and for like the next show of Stitch Live we're starting and they're like trying to get get people to go in because of this <laughs> room <laughs> I yeah, really you know, funny enough Thriller Magic I feel like every time I've been there uh, it's been quite full like you know you know what depressed me about that uh, the Philhar Magic and largely the that theatre is that pre-show room is the most depressing place you'll ever stand. I'm sorry, it is horrific. It was nice when they had the Kodak uh, pre-show. That yeah, was cool. Yeah, but honey, that I shrunk the audience. They had that, and that song was beautiful. That remix of it, I still yeah. have it. Yeah. And it had like images. It was like basically like Getty images of like happy people that were just hugging and. <clears throat> stuff Cindy Lauper sang the song yeah. yeah yeah and like it had um, you know it was like Ben said these really happy images and then I think the final section was like people being happy in a Disney park and how Kodak captures that moment oh, oh yeah. now, now was... they'd have to get a different sponsor like yeah. I don't know Samsung or something yeah um, what was the old Kodak song went away as well Purell. Who's a Purell? Sorry. Oh, is it the same one? Yeah, no way. Oh, that's yeah. so cool. All right. So the that's next interesting question... because oh, I shrunk the audience used to be at Epcot as well. Yeah, it was made for Honey, I shrunk the audience at Epcot. And it just oh, the exact same thing across. Right, yeah. okay, I didn't realize. Because I've, I've actually heard it at Epcot only. Mm. Yeah. Because I remember, I remember like pretending I was like at a concert with a lighter in the air with my friends. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I was a teenager. Uh, <laughs> all right. So the next question is kind of linked to what we were just talking about about shows and stages. Uh, could this could this be the perfect time to stop the season and invest on the permanent show on Castle Stage or in the Frontierland Theater? So instead of doing several seasons, you just anyway. have like a year-long show. Because if you look at Magic so, Kingdom, the maybe yeah. just bring friend- anniversary show back. Yeah, the it doesn't need to be one or the Kingdom other. Is so high quality and is so well done, and they've yeah. worked really hard on it. Amazing. 
and it's been running for many years and it's kind of like a a staple and it's great and it doesn't need a season to happen they need a core it shouldn't be one or the other the castle stage should never be left empty a single day absolutely absolutely but uh, friendship fair has seasonal bits to it so if you go halloween Makes it much better. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't mind if they had like at Halloween, Christmas. They had Halloween, Christmas shows, but then January, like a core show came back. Like I feel like yeah, there absolutely. should always be something presented on that stage, or like David. I said. remember when Winnie the Pooh was on that stage. Me oh, too. That was oh, cute. Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. I think realistically, though, the problem is. Uh, Disneyland Paris, they've caught way too much, and things like that would, which would be normally a thing that should be standard, they've just caught. And the problem I have with seasons is like you get it every now and again, but then if not, then marketing is probably kicking up a fuss because how are they going to get people to book it? Book yeah. it? Like, so if you have to choose between one or the other, I do understand why they're trying to like put seasons out to get people to come back because basically they're doing the same old thing with like minimum resources and trying to brand it something new. Of course. But I would like to think if we could have both, but I think in theory it's we've got the problem with Disney in Paris is even if we do start making money, which we'll never know, they'll they'll always we because we're so used to working with a lot less than other parks, will they even want to bring stuff back or like a like a permanent castle stage show? Will they even, or, or will they just say, yeah. oh, gotten away so long, we're never doing it. We can continue to kind of get rid of it with an iron age, you know? Cause That's fine. exactly how I feel about things like, like, you know, like the Dapper Dans and like the little bands yeah. that I used to have, that kind of stuff. I don't think in my lifetime I'll ever see that stuff in Paris. No. But I feel like, I feel like if you look at, if you look at the way Disney World works, it's what they're selling to people in the US is like this magical vacation and a product is the magical vacation that you keep going back to and yeah of course you expect to have new things and changing things and they, ha- they do have seasonal things and you know new attractions new things but globally their marketing campaign is always about going to disney world the product. is the product yeah. and if you go to california the thing with california is that people over there disneyland is so like part of their lives that basically you're just selling the design experience they do also have seasonal things but you're just selling the design product and people know what it is and people come for that. But I feel like in Europe, it hasn't uh, become think... a big family tradition enough for people to just say, oh, we're going to experience yeah. Disneyland Paris vacation well, this well, year again. Well, they just I, need I think, a reason. I think, also... I think that's a good way of putting it, actually, about like the Disney World, just people going to the actual car product rather than that. Will Disneyland Paris ever get to like a stage if they don't invest? And that's the thing that I don't exactly. Hear. The core product like, isn't there. They they need like they to, to get there. They need to kind of get more investment in. They need like the whole thing of spending money to make money. I feel like Disneyland Paris likes to spend money, but not particularly in ways that are logical or kind of yeah. like. Well, they've they've got it. a formula now, haven't they? With the four stages yeah. in the hub, it's a formula. Yeah. It works. It can be interchangeable. It shouldn't yeah. work because parade stops have never really worked. Wonderful World of Disney yeah. parades used to do a parade stop, and it would take yes. them hours <laughs> to get that parade through the park. That was it shouldn't insane. work. But it, they've like, got a formula like that works. every ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, but I think it was. Also, you know, you <laughs> they were long the way you're selling, right? It's what you're selling, like Ben said. So the product you can promote that. Yeah. Having a new yeah. season so means Disneyland, having a new product, basically. 19, yeah. So you opened in 1955 in Disneyland, and the world was very different in 1955 than it was in 1992. 
Like, that's yeah. just a fact. Like, you would not get away with the same things. Yeah. Well, you and know, we'll I, see. I think I think Paris will grow into a place like these seasonal celebrations with the hub shows and like they've, they've got this idea of a formula that they're using and reusing. And I think eventually that will become part of the culture in Paris in the same way that all the little things have become part of the culture in Disneyland. Mm. But yeah, I feel like, they need, that... like Patrick said, they need to invest in those things so that people know that they're going to be there when they visit every time and they'll actually go expecting to have all those little magical touches. Because those be things take years to sort of like ingrain like into like cultures and stuff like that. I mean like family traditions and stuff like the Dapper yeah. Dans of people's like traditions, like things like that have like been ingrained in families for years and years. And it's not going to happen with Paris because we're not growing up with it. Do you know what I mean? If, if people our age aren't growing up with that stuff, how do they, they pass that on? Like there's just not the core stuff. Like, and also remember, uh, Disney World is turning 50 and Disneyland is yeah. turning, what, 64 or 65? 65. 65 this uh, year. Yeah. We just turned 28. Yeah. So there's also the, like the a is, generation though, thing. Like, we're we're that, first generation. Like, like my parents, my yeah. parents enjoy the park in the US, but my parents didn't really, don't really care much for the Parisian parks. I feel like now, now is the second generation is finally starting where people who grew up with Disneyland Paris when they were like five are starting to have kids yeah. and mm-hmm. bringing their kids to Disneyland Paris and showing them around because they're fans and they know what it is. But this is only the second generation now that's just like growing up with it. Whether like in Disney yeah. World, they already have like a third, maybe a fourth generation already. Yeah. I think you just need to have those things there. This is the time to have those things there. Otherwise, it's going to be kind of lost forever, I feel like. Or at least for like a whole other generation until they go and visit Disney World. The whole culture of having stage shows and pla- like the, the on the hub and whatever is good yeah. until, they, until they start putting the whole show on the same level as guests and then blocking guests out from the center of the hub and then yeah yeah. <laughs> so yeah hashtag um, frozen celebration hashtag yeah. please don't bring it back next year I'd rather have nothing. Um, You're right. Cause that, yeah. That's where it works. That's where it works in Europe, isn't it? The the flash mob mentality kind of thing. Isn't yeah. It? Which I think they never expected this to catch on with the European audience, and then pirates and businesses mm-hmm. came around, and they were like, "Oh, oh, yeah, it works." <laughs> I think. What have know, we created? You know, I think <laughs> yeah, when actually, the very yeah. first one that really started was Minnie's Little Spring Train during the yeah. Spring Festival, where they had the Tokyo yeah. song "Hop Hop Bunny Hop" whatever. Um, yeah. Which would have been Funny a good choice long. of song for this show, uh, <laughs> oh, and, yeah. and uh, people starting people started to get in the middle of the hub and and do the the dance. But you remember that was yeah. actually started by Guestflow uh, Entertainment took it over in year two because they're like, oh, this is popular. Yeah. I think entertainment mm-hmm. almost made it too much like organized fun. The kind of the best bit about that mm. was yeah. how organic it was. Yeah, like it was it, I remember Mark, organic. That's just uh, Paris Entertainment, though, isn't like, it? Yeah. I remember the Mark gif, like, like Mark doing the bunny and stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. That, was, that was a yeah. classic. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, um, it was a really fun little thing. But I, yeah. I loved that. We were just talking about that earlier today because, you know, they, they aired the Welcome to Spring show. And the spring season and Easter would be such a hit. I don't know why they try so hard to do something else in the spring. Like, just... Just make a good Easter slash spring season with good food yeah, shows, that's what people good want. fun music, and the eggs and the flower yeah. festival 
and some fun I see asking on like forums like like Disney like family Facebook things about what the parks do for Easter and the answer they always get now is nothing yeah. like sure I they might have it. a different season on but people kind of want like do you know what I mean like the eggs and the bunnies mm-hmm. and the, the pinks and yellows and stuff yeah, like people, that. Well, the 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 for spring. it's like the new season and the nice days yeah. and you just want to be outside uh-huh. and I'm... to see the park covered in flowers and eggs yeah and absolutely like is keeping one of the things that they're looking at in the watch parties, or maybe I'm overthinking this, uh, do you think they're watching yeah. and like going, what do people think to these shows? And they're just watching and going, okay, this oh, is maybe. good. People like this thing. I don't know. I think you give yeah. them a lot of credit. I yeah. think they went down the folder on the computer that had all the marketing footage, yeah. and they were like, well, <laughs> what, what can we put on but, the air to but, just put something? But maybe... <laughs> Yeah. But maybe some of the things that they might start doing is not so much coincidence, right? They might start bringing things and showing them and going, okay, well, what if we put this on and let's see what today's guests think of this show? And maybe, that maybe. could be a template for a future thing. And they were, um, they, were in the, they were in the comments. If you saw on Facebook, they were, oh, mm. we must go and see this. We must see this. We must do this. Yeah. Real positive. So the, problem, the, the, the only thing with that, with the Hop, Hop, Hop song, is at the end of May... I didn't really want to hop hop along with bunnies. <laughs> <Right. laughs> so, um, right. but I mean, it's something you can might... start late February and end at the end of April. You know? Yeah, and then you have like May as a buffer, yeah. and then in June you start the summer season. Yeah, if, um, I feel like a general but... spring season, where like touches of Easter would like you could get away yeah. with doing that for a lot longer than just Easter. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. because Easter after a while is like Easter's finished now. Well, like, so they never tried to sell it. So, like, they would do all of this stuff, but where was the advertising campaign to tell people that we actually have this spring they offering? Did, they did it have, was... a, a, like, billboard in Paris and that kind of stuff with, like, the big, yeah, the big that's flower. Yeah, not good like, do, they, do they have to? Because it's, it's always school holidays, isn't it, that two True, weeks? Yeah. Do they need I to think, spend um, money? If there's a request for watch parties, um, I would love for them to show the Hyperion Mulan show. Like yes, love that show so much. Do you, do you think they have like a decent video of that? I mean, it was a while back. Probably not. I have it all, the show was all on like um, VHS recording on DVD, so I'll give them it. <laughs> it's really it good was... quality too. <laughs> Need to upload good that. Show. You know, you know who to send it to. Incredible show. Uh... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I just remember it. She's, like, she's gone. Was... <laughs> it was so good. Yeah. Um, all so of the, the I have really vivid memories stuff. of like it my first trip wonderful. to that show. Mm-hmm. Just talking about Mulan's dad was in it. Oh my god! <laughs> wow, that was like 1998 or something, wasn't it? 98, it'll have been, yeah. My first memory of Disney show. show was the Pocahontas show at the Chaparral Theatre that didn't even have wow. a roof over the stage. Yes. The, the water was yes. catching yeah. fire and they were like, That's right, like, yeah. uh, that was leaves, fantastic. Confetti leaves at the end and all that kind of stuff. And the parade, they had the parade float as the boat. There was initially yes. The, yes. the boat that came out, and then it became a parade float, I think, uh, but, yeah. which yeah. was replaced yeah. by um, Tarzan, which was also really good, actually. Yeah, pretty good show. I remember that show as a kid as well. Don't think it's um, Tarzan. Either. And then in the winter, they had the Mickey's Kids Winter Wonderland. Oh, that's the ice one. skating show. Country Bears. That was the the Country best. Bears. Was so good. They woke them up from the cave. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. that if there was one show that I wanted back seasonally, it's that. That was yes. brilliant. That was really fun. Do you know what the most I agree. the most watched, watched party on the YouTube channel is at the minute? Pirates what? and Princesses. 
What? Illuminations, people. 119,000 views. Let's talk about illumination. But, oh, but, but you oh, need to realise that. <laughs> you need to realise that these shows have been on there for like three years. Like the, it's the same video. They just put a new <laughs> layout ah, over so it. So illumination mm-hmm. is not a new upload. When was it no, uploaded? No, it's a, no, it's like it's the exact same one. And same for um, Starlet Princess Waltz. Starlet yeah, Princess Waltz was the one from. The, like it's the, the first show launch. they just put a, yeah. a new layover over it oh they just rename yeah. it Ugh. yeah it still says th- like two years ago like, oh, if you look it up it still says three years ago oh, so yeah. nothing new oh, well. <laughs> oh it says two weeks ago oh so oh then that one is a new one but yeah no, no it's because it's it, adapted uh, this one was put up on the 9th of april 2020 and it has 1.2 uh, 120 thousand views Oh, wow. Yeah, so I, think they... I watched the video of Happily Ever After last night. That was nice. That Disney World did. Oh, yeah, that's oh, nice. That's mm. nice. Uh, so the, the next question is from Richie, and he says, can I get a venti iced caramel macchiato with extra syrup? No. No, no, no? Starbucks okay. in the park. And the next question is from David. He says, <laughs> Trenta strawberry acai refresher, please. No. Okay. No. Uh, <laughs> so next question. These are actual questions that are on the Twitter. Uh, on the Twitter. Um, the Twitter. The Twitter. The Vivian. <laughs> the Vivian. <laughs> so Mark, Mark at the fam, the fam years, uh, says, having listened to the previous live show, it's clear you all come up with excellent suggestions for improving DLP. Thank you. Um, have you ever compiled them to give to management, an Imagineer, or Disney benchmark consultant? I don't think you would, you would get it back stories. in the post. You would get yeah. it back in the post. <laughs> <laughs> recorded no, delivery the, return to that's sender the, um, that's the official line they just send it straight back they're not allowed to accept any mail well well you could i mean i think he means also like maybe email or something well i guess through the inside years program people can try to make suggestions in the comments or something i don't know yeah, but yeah i don't know <laughs> take it to our suggestions um, box and then it cuts to the trash can i don't know i feel like i feel like sometimes some people at disneyland paris like read our tweets or i don't know if they listen to the show mm-hmm. but uh, so maybe some of those ideas trickle down, even if you know we don't get the credit for it, which is fine mm. as long as they do you know, listen. If, do you know I like would if like of, to be like the printer printing out the piece of paper and then it going straight into the shredder and into the bin? Yeah, <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah, well, they care more about uh, you know the the surveys of the families at the entrance of the park than our opinion, yeah. I'm sure. So. Yeah. It's still better. The ones that see you selectively choose. Yeah, the one where they pretend to, like, check their phone when they see you. Um, all right, so we're going to take another break. And uh, who is screaming behind someone? <laughs> we're going to take another <laughs> We're going to take another break, and uh, it's uh, David's turn to pick the song. And this is a very special one. David did a quiz yesterday, and uh, that was part of the music that everyone enjoyed. David, tell us about it. Uh, it's a parade I only found out about two days ago, and nobody on the quiz <laughs> heard of it either. It's called Eureka. I think it was a parade that started Ooh. when California Adventure opened, so that probably tells you about the quality yeah. of it. Yes, that's right. Uh, well, it's actually the quite a good song. Before Disney characters were in California Adventure. Yeah. If you want to see uh, character, uh, sorry, parade performers in a walking uh, Golden Gate Bridge, <laughs> then this is a parade for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, we had like the walking, we had the walking, uh, you know, Notre Dame, Dame, and we had the walking Dame, Disney yeah. letters as well. That was weird as well. Yeah. They, oh they had the, they were the best. <laughs> they had the walking um, 
uh, <laughs> Golden Gate Bridge because why not? All right, so we're gonna take a break, and we'll be back in three minutes after uh, Eureka. such a weird song uh, i know you guys can hear it <laughs> but everyone else can hear it <laughs> it sounds like you know those uh those like 90s sitcoms the lyrics are so weird it's like come with me where where let's yeah, meet come away, like, and water. Then she's like she's like i'm so ready you can't resist me and like i'm like oh this, what? it's just so not disney stop it i feel dirty <laughs> It's the only other parade they've done that's had not had a single Disney character in it. Yeah. Well, they were they were going for like this adults theme park vibe. But they thought they adventure. thought people would come to DLR and like have like just go to DCA and like that would be like a different audience. But I guess. Didn't work. Yeah. 
But it, it still is a more adult park in the way that they do a lot of things. Yeah, yeah like the alcohol and um, the kind of that, like the whole Pacific Wharf area is not particularly. It's kind of just like food, 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 food. So, I think it's a really good mix, though. Like it is very strong. They're very good attractions. I mean, the racers and everything. I could um, spend a whole. I could spend a whole like two, three days just in DCA. Mm. That's like sounds. Yeah. Like, boy. Um, so it's question... super chilled. It's really good. It's what? It's super chilled. Like it also feels I... like a different world. DCA. The only like thing it. I'll say about DCA is that I, f- I wish it was a little bit more um, isolated from the outside. Like when you're in Pixel Pier and all that, you kind of like see a lot. The hotels. You see the hotels. You see power lines and. <laughs> I don't know. I just see a lot of backstage. I feel like it's not, you know, it's kind of like it's got like a Walt Disney Studio issue, uh, but only from the same era. <laughs> but they haven't really like, I think... built the berm. They haven't really like built proper isolation around the park. I guess for cost reasons, but uh... but I, I think it does do its job better than um, Walt Disney Studios. Though, like when I'm on picks up here, I do feel like I'm in a slight better place than I do it anywhere in the studios. I mean, the ocean, yeah. the ocean huh? parking lot does a better job than the studios at theming. <laughs> it is a lovely parking lot. Have you seen? They have like those like they metal play music. Things. It is a very they nice parking lot. Music. Yeah. And the outside, the outside of the mall is quite nice for a mall. They have those like windows and uh, yeah, it's quite yeah, nice. true. The concrete in the car park isn't even that good. It's all like warped and bent and bumpy and everything. It's like. <laughs> Thing. It's nice to look at. It's just terrible to actually. It's not good for your tires, is it? Actually, oh, well, yeah, no, I don't know, I don't know, but... <laughs> it's a nice shopping center, If you don't want to pay twenty-five euros to park or twenty euros to park in DLP, just park your car there and get the uh, get the the, the Oreo in. It's like one seventy. So true. Uh, I've done it a few times. <laughs> Also, um, <laughs> top tip at, uh, we have money saving tips here indigo. on the show <laughs> that indigo parking at disney village is actually cheaper than dlp parking yeah, i'm here in the better place <laughs> and definitely if you're going to go for like a half day or if you're just going in for a few hours um unless you have an annual pass of course but i mean if you're going to go just for a few hours chances are you have an annual pass uh and <laughs> so you get parking for free but, yeah. Um, so, question from Mark still. He's asking, has there ever been a D23 event in Europe? And it hasn't, but I'll take this as a question about should we have a D23 in Europe? Because we all well, love D23. There has been something. Um, there was a couple of years ago, maybe three or four actually now, um, the head of D23 came to Disneyland Paris and held a meetup, if you remember. Yeah, remember. Yes, it's about, well, it's about three, three years ago. And, and he happened. said that he said that and, uh, they were going to have a D23 in Europe, and I think he wasn't really supposed to They said to say they were going to have two, one at DLP and one in London. Yeah. And then, no, no, he happened. said events in Europe, not experts. Yeah, but then here we are but in he, 2020. He specifically said the UK and France, though. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think, um, I think, but yeah. I, I think they would be wildly successful. I think it, 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 they would be, but I think it would be more on the scale of you know Destination D at Disney World. Like I don't think I don't think Europe 
at this point has the capacity to absorb that many people and fill up an entire convention know. center. I but feel like you, they, I could, think about they could have it at like Disney's Hotel New York, Jared of Marvel, um, in a convention center, and that's that's quite a big space. And you could have yeah. like the whole like booth section, and it could have conferences, and you could bring in as many Imagineers as you can, and and do all this. And I think it'd be really I mean, nice. I, I just think yeah. for a lot, a lot of people going to LA is unreasonable for a three-day event so i think there'd be a lot of people who if it was in europe like these sort of comic cons and all of that sell out huge sizes yeah that's so, true. abby says um, abby says she thinks that UK alone could fill the excel center yeah probably if you really make it about disney and not just disney parks of course because yeah it's made it like a disney kind of comic con thing you could probably you need, get away you need to bring in people from studios you need to bring in people from merchandise from all the different you know like they do in the US because if you Collect- just do Disney parks I think it will just appeal basically to people on this call I think um, even the um, even the little film events and things that D23 run I think they would do really well in London and things like that they I showed, just wish they would officially launch the membership ago, in the UK movie. they could have a main they could have a main conference with Natasha Rofowski talking to you for a whole hour uh, no comments uh, <laughs> and at least that would also give us our pla- like... give us a platform for them to share DLP news. Yeah, so they could like own it because you know it's kind of a struggle between all the parks because basically, that in Japan they just don't want their news to be coming out of D twenty three. They just don't do it. And then um, in Paris, there's sort of like a half and half. Like they'll they'll give some news to D twenty three, but they mostly want to keep them to themselves because they want to keep control of when it's released and how it's released and to who it's released. Um, so that's why we don't see that much Disneyland Paris in D twenty three, and also because people don't give a shit over there. Like the the number of Europeans who get there is minimal. It's basically us and. And people like watch it from Europe, but I mean, it's not really a good release platform for Disneyland Paris news. You want to release that, you know, through inside ears and all the things where people are actually listening. I feel, but yeah, we always feel I, left out. But I think um, I don't know whether I think you could sell it. The problem is, is that D twenty three Expo does so well for the company because there is very minimal cost in it, in doing it because you know you want to take your studio animators to D twenty three to put on a 10 minute presentation great they live a minute away yeah true um all right so you know add, adding to the request and it's something that they were actually looking into a few years ago and even more recently but i guess now like everything else in the world um let's see what happens uh, the next question, it's kind of an interesting one. Uh, didn't we already have that question? I feel like we already answered that question. Is DLP still partly owned by a Saudi prince? No. You right. missed an episode, Mark. The Walt Disney Company now owns the entire resort. For better or for worse. So it's about three years for ago, better. right? Uh, 2017. June, yeah. June or July 2017 was when... He, he was actually one of the yeah. first to sell his shares, wasn't he? Yeah, he sold the shares in the January. Quite, quite early, didn't he? We went with him. He was like, get me out of this shit. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't he get like a a special deal to transfer some of his shares to like Walt Disney Company stock and stuff like that? I think there was some kind of deal. I remember reading stuff like that somewhere because remember, big Canadian pension fund wanted to sue the Walt Disney Company and were wondering why. Uh, certain people, were, certain shareholders were getting special bio deals. No, because he was the only person who could have stopped the whole thing because he had more. So he kind of led. The, he led the shareholders, didn't he? So, so without him, it was impossible. Yeah. yeah. 
And important to say that different prints to who you might be thinking about right now. Yeah, right. a lot of people think <laughs> it's the same prints. Right. And sometimes <laughs> someone will have to explain to me the, the relationship and who is what, and because I'm still confused ten years later. Anyway, um, because like Saudi princes, there's lots of them. They're not necessarily all from the same family either. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> all right. Next question: What would be your ideal Disney village? Should we just go around? No, or we should just have like anyone Ooh, oh, ideas wow. for Disney Gosh. Village. What well, your, <laughs> your, your ideal is, Disney like, Village? Yeah, ideal Disney Village. Go ahead, Viv. Cheese factory. Sorry, go ahead, the Vivian. No, like I don't understand the question. <laughs> what would be your what ideal your Disney ideal? Village? Like, if you for the remodel, like, how would you like uh, it to be? Oh gosh, I was talking about this today. Yeah, a pile of rubble. Personally, I think yeah. my main, my main, the main things <laughs> that I would give me a big Christmas shop. <laughs> If I would pick like three things, I would say I would like Disney Village to be more open on the lake, and I would like yep. Disney yes. Village yeah. to have um, nicer buildings that are more human scale and more like um, like warm and friendly, like that in design. Not like yeah. tin sheds, like Val d'Europe. Do you know, like the little yeah, outlet shopping. Yeah, they do it really yeah. well. There. You know, like, that was actually designed by Imagineering. Yeah, legit. Yeah. Um, that is exactly how it would work. And I would say, I would say the third thing is to have more diverse and interesting shops, but are still linked to Disney. Like I don't want, you know, I don't want like a Zara in there. Zara. But, but yeah. for example, like you know, they've tried those little huts with like this candle company that makes like Disney mm-hmm. themed candle. They have like some like lavender. I things. like the lavender shop. Yeah, but like yeah, like unique yeah. unique brands that remind you yeah. of like cute French things. That's fine. Yeah. And then you know brands that make Disney things and some Disney shops as well yeah. because they could definitely have a full on Disney princess shop with a bibbidi babidi boo yeah, yeah. in there. They could yeah. have mm-hmm. uh, you know various. Like, they, they could have a Marvel yeah. shop. They had one at yeah. uh, Disney Springs for a while. I don't know if it's still there, but they had like yeah. Marvel. They have a, they have, a um, they have the bibbidi Bobby boutique at Disney Springs as well. Yeah, and yeah. they actually have like, like external. I feel like Disney, yeah. you know, like in. I've watched Bob Iger masterclass talking about like all his franchises and yeah. stuff. And I'm like, there is enough yeah. in there. I mean, you could have a Star Wars shop. I feel like people would really yeah. enjoy it if you theme it well. Isn't if that, you have some Disney Star Wars you know. in the village is like half of it is like Star Wars anyway. Right, but yeah, it's exactly. like shoot horn in there. Like, I, you know. Yeah. It, it, and it's it's landscaping as well, isn't it? So it's not, it just doesn't feel like a corridor, but a link corridor exactly, between yeah. the parks and the resorts. And I really want that light canopy back. I know they can do yes. it with LEDs, yes. bring it back. I think the, the Disney gallery is something that I think should be remodeled, but the idea should be kept. And yeah. if you look at Disneyland and the Wonderground, and actually, actually some of the shops oh, in the so park nice. as well, they half, have frequently half an artist sitting in... there drawing. Yeah, add something to that shop. Yeah, and I think that's definitely something I, that... I actually can't believe how well Billy Bob just did the test of time. Like, but yeah, uh, it's kind of dated in there. But I don't they think should, so. I think as a theme bar, they should just the whole thing doesn't uh, crumble from the weight of like right? everyone exactly. drunk. You should have seen hurricanes in the day. That was that was a crazy. <laughs> I have been. I have been to hurricanes. Have you been there? I have been to hurricanes in nineteen ninety. 
six, I think. I, prob- I probably saw you there. Yeah, it was. A, um, it was full of. It was full of conference people just having a good time, like conference people do after after think, these things. I think when, it was, when the sand was gone, like they removed, they had removed the sand because originally right, they, they had like yeah. a sand. They had like a sand floor, which is kind of insane. And they used to literally blow bins. blow a hurricane through the place, and the, the windows oh, would rattle and things. It was just, it was just fans blowing hot. Cold yeah. Oh my god! It's, it's been like Twitter, Darren. A bit of two in the morning. Is, um, is how management was so comfortable with having Billy Bob's the way it is right now. When you have right. guests eating yeah, in um, in the buffet up there, and at yeah. the same time you've got like a rave going on downstairs with half the cast members you saw in the park so currently just sitting there getting tracked. <laughs> Who thought that, that was a good idea? So what? Chiana and Moana need to have a fun night yeah. as well. They're loud. <laughs> and then Catherine's leaving party there. They should I'll just take the weekend of um, fan days. I took um, David to Billy Bob's. I it was like David is sick. and he was just like, "What is this place?" And I was like, he was like looking at the bar members, and he was like, "They're cast members," and I was like, "Mm-hmm." <laughs> and so are they, so are they, so are they, so are they. And he was like, "What is this place?" Yeah. <laughs> I remember the, the the version they had, like the the Billy's of Disney World. I forget what it's called, like. They don't have yeah. one. They like, do. It's outside. Oh, like, uh, yeah. No, oh, Raglan. 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 Yeah. It's. It, that's yeah, that's where all like the um the uh, international cast like um. No, the, what, it's I'm, a square dancing one. But you know what? Uh, guest members one go. I mean, David. Oh, the one you're thinking about is offside. Guest members yeah. go also yeah. to the um uh the one by uh boardwalk. What is it called? Like the dance hall. Oh, the yes. Because yeah, I have right. been there for a cast member party, and it was amazing. And everyone it might actually stuff. be called Hurricanes. I feel like it actually is called Hurricanes. In the US. No, it's not. No. I know the one you're talking it about. Is. It's not. 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 Adventures Club. But yeah, I feel like I feel like there is potential. You know, if they if they use the space better, if they add the other side of the village, like the you know the, yeah. the piano entrance into it, and and just theme it well, it could be it could be actually a fun place to hang out that you that you don't feel like you know you're just being punished. Can we um, have some nice restaurants in Disney Village? Because like exactly. when you see, take like, out Billy's restaurant when you see like places like. Yeah. Uh, like Cheesecake Factory and stuff like that yes. in Shack- Disney Town, and then I recently went to Plan a Hollywood for the first time ever, like about six months ago, and it was oh, just uh, deep fried lasagna. I'm like, I like <laughs> fried, but deep fried lasagna. It was like '90s on a plate. Yeah. I was like, like you're gonna if you're gonna have oh. like like expensive prices, like yeah. at least give me like high end, like higher upper than normal scale food, and not oh, after oh, the meal, I just wanted yeah. to go to Donald's. Cafe Mickey, Cafe Mickey used to be a, a quite a high end restaurant. It's Cal- yeah. California themed. I can't remember what it's yes. called. Yeah, California, I think. LA, yeah, yeah. Well, that reminds me about Planet Hollywood. High end. Yeah. Oh, there's a recent video that I watched on YouTube that literally just came out. It's called like Bankrupt or something like that, and it's like the story of um, Planet Hollywood, and like the Disney connections mentioned quite a lot in there. 
So I'd definitely like Google it on like YouTube or something. And it basically follows the story of like Planet Hollywood's highs and lows, like how it was like at the peak of popularity and where it's at now. And I think there's only like four operational Planet Hollywoods, like four or five operational Planet Hollywoods anymore. And it cuts to Paris's. Yeah, and it cuts to Paris and it just shows like the falling down wall and like the all like the grey muddy like things that are stuck on it. It's kind of like oh, like I think um, going back to what Patrick was saying about the Cheesecake Factory in Shanghai, that's always something that's like amazed me. But Paris's village could really be like a place where some unknown international brands could really make a European mark. Like, yeah, the Cheesecake right. Factory. Yeah, no, um, yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, when look at the Taco Red Bell, Forest Cafe know, is not particularly a, a huge French brand. Yeah. No, yeah, but... The Rainforest Cafe still suffers from the, the, the plan of Hollywood and the fact that yes. the food is... It does. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, they're just basically <laughs> taking... Cr- yeah, they're just taking advantage of the fact that literally people will pay anything money anywhere in the village, and I think that's yeah. what we should be aiming at. If, like, we should be uh, at proper, you... proper like restaurants. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, even Hard Rock Cafe is old now. Yeah. I'd quite yeah. like an IHOP. That'd be nice. Thank you. Oh, oh, my God. Oh. Can we get Blaze as well? A, De- a Denny's. Denny's. Yes, a Blaze. Yeah. Mm. 7-Eleven. Okay. So basically just <laughs> a street outside of Disneyland. Just, yeah, it's just that street. Harbour Boulevard, that's what we want. Yeah, it's literally yeah. Just, we just want Harbour. And that can be our a couple of motels would be fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why we have, we have a motel. It's called, it's called Disney's Hotel Santa Fe. I miss Harbour Boulevard. So much. <laughs> I, I miss... The guy, the balloon guy. Oh, oh at the end of the night, where he's trying to sell balloons. Yeah, where he's like, I, I promise I'm not doing drugs. Take my balloons. That one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what story that is, Elliot. But please tell us during the break. So next question. The dream. The next question, also from Gavin, is what does? I just does... want to be able to walk into Disneyland Paris with my big gulp, all right? <laughs> yes. So, oh, next question from Gavin: What does Disneyland Hotel need in terms of renovation? Like, what are the priorities? Paint. Everything. I feel like that's a good question. For yeah. I want the princess theme room. Like, they need to like change the wallpaper and the curtains. Oh <laughs> yes. I don't know, man. It's so dated. Like, look at the Grand Floridian. Grand Floridian, like, manages to keep the same style and theme but it manages to keep it feeling like a five-star hotel whereas there's so many areas of dlh which are just so run down and dated and stuff like that and the fact that like in like 2020 you could stay in a dlh room which is supposedly a five-star hotel and have well, a TV screen like and a quality of tv with and like the, the facilities that it has f- faded wallpaper and literally <laughs> I think the main issue facilities like do you know what I mean it's trash like the... the prices that they charge for it is like insane yeah. when you compare like the same amount for what that would charge and go and stay in Disney World in like a really nice hotel it's I people know, I think pay it, don't they they still pay it. exactly that's why they don't do it well just pay it yeah I mean yeah. I feel like the Disneyland Hotel always has this sort of like aura and magic to it I yeah. think that's even if it's dated and everything it's still 
magical. Mm-hmm. Every time I stayed mm-hmm. there, whether well, willfully or ended up there yeah. after Billy Bob's, let the expert let the speak. The rooms are still like bringing you magic. Like I feel <laughs> like you're kind of like in a princess yeah. room. I don't know, Elliot. What are you playing? <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, but I feel like yeah, but of course it needs yeah. like it has like no it's technology. Big, yeah, if you need uh, to plug your phone, you have to like plug six lamps. And it's just, you know exactly. It needs basic. But, but DLH just has an internal issue which they've been trying to solve since February first, meaning they have to cut the water about every other day for six hours. So I mean, well, because considering also- this. It's been sinking for years. I mean, uh, how many well, times? there's yeah. a leak. How many there's times have like ticketing been flooded by the DLH above? <laughs> yeah, it's because there's a leak. There's a leak like in the hotel, and they just don't know where it is. So, oh my goodness, it's been a blessing being there. <laughs> that sums up Paris, doesn't it? There's a leak, and no one knows where it is. Yeah, that's why they officially have water cuts for like every working day. That's there. every department. Don't worry. <laughs> that should be. <laughs> That should be the general. There's a leak in water. There's a there's a leak in Next, we should take a break because it's actually time for Jeff's song. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> Jeff, tell us about your song. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to do it for you. So the next the next song is from um, the first... Was it the first? Um, well, Disney Studios Parade. Um, it's Disney's Cinema Parade. Yay. No, <laughs> Jeff is still my back. Jeff is still my back. And it's a great soundtrack. So we're going to recover. And when we come back, we have actually... Two or three more questions to finish the show. All right, we'll be right back after uh, Disney's Cinema Parades, Lights, Camera, Action.
Välkommen till Apple Report Podcasts live. Let me put the sound back from everyone else. <laughs> Jeff, have you, re- have you recovered? Yeah, I'm good. There he is. <laughs> I think it's the first time we had to cut your song <laughs> because everyone was laughing. Yeah. Um, it's a fun little piece of soundtrack, I think. Like the I love it. Were... I love it. It's kind of like yeah. Disney classics reimagined uh, towards the end because I only yeah. played the, the finale. That's what you wanted, right? Yeah, so, okay, when they removed that parade, right, I I really felt like what the studios had just went, because they also had the Good Morning Walt Disney Studios, which were, was also really good, Cine yeah. um, mm-hmm. Follies, which was great. Yeah. And then well, they just the, sort of ripped all that out. The was very show-heavy, and then everything went, and... But they had this idea of, okay, so the scenery and the theming is not that great, but let's really play of this is a real life film studio so they had a lot of street atmosphere of studio things happening unlike basically every corner last year for a tiny bit yeah Yeah, they brought it back not quite in the same quantity like it was heavy Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it was was cute but i mean it wasn't it wasn't like a huge thing it was just like a little animation yeah well i feel like that's a thing that the walt disney studios could benefit even now sorry go ahead jeff yeah, no, I, I agree completely. And I think when they ripped out the parade and those little tiny shows and street atmospheres, I, I really felt that that park went from being a... Died. Not, not great, but like, okay, I can spend some time here and have a reasonably good time to just being like, okay, well, that park exists and it's got a few rides I like, so maybe I'll go have a little look. But that's the problem with Disneyland Paris. Like, when they cut things... They very rarely come back. Well, at the minute, there's not really much mm-hmm. they've cut that's really come back in a big way, apart from like characters at breakfast. But now you have to pay for breakfast and all that kind of stuff. But like, there's like the, that's why it's always like I know each park has its own difficulties. But like when other parks cut budgets, they cut entertainment. Whereas if they cut entertainment in Disney Paris and they already have cut a lot of entertainment, if they cut entertainment in Disney Paris, the marketing has nothing to market as new. So then they cut. Oh, yeah. seven restaurants are going to close and never open again, and then this is not yeah. going to happen. Again. And it's hard; it's it's it, they're easy at taking things away, but it's very hard to bring things back. And that's the thing that I I I, I kind of think as fans we should be more kind of aware and kind of more passionate. Thing, to... though, mm-hmm. That's the thing that worries me the most about this yeah. virus. Actually, is that yeah, yeah, there's going to be budget cuts across the company. That's pretty obvious. Mm-hmm. And I really struggle in Paris to put my finger on the thing they can cut that will not negatively affect the guest experience. Like you can cut a band in DCA, and it's not a nice thing, but the park will continue and it will be largely yeah. unnoticed. In Paris, yeah. you know, you cut staffing or you cut a restaurant, and that has huge effects attractive. everywhere in the park. <laughs> Yeah. At least they're at least they're skilled yeah. at doing that in Paris. <laughs> but they're not skilled because they can't. Yeah, they must the twenty fifth year. The well, they've lived year, they've lived with so cuts for long time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but they had so many customers in the twenty fifth that you know you wanted to get a quick service meal, and I remember being so impressed that I could walk into any quick service restaurant and get my meal within a couple of minutes. And that, they yeah. cut away at that, and now I do not want to eat in the park because it takes too long. Yeah. Do you think we're too minority in that res- in that respect that people in kind of have it kind of 
Disney on Paris has kind of trained people to kind of wait. So, like, even if you're there for, like, a day and you don't come every year and you're just coming for, like, a, a day visit, you're going to stand end up waiting 65 minutes at Cafe Hyperion because that's what everyone else is doing and you don't know why else to get food. Like, oh, you yeah. know, I think the first time you go, yeah, but yeah. the French, like, families especially have become masters at just bringing their own sandwich. And I mm-hmm. think a lot of other people, that message gets around, right? I, have I remember to wait seeing a woman hide an entire IKEA bag of food in bushes in Fantasyland. <laughs> I saw a woman at the Auberge courtyard with like uh, tossing a salad in a big bowl and then serving it out to her kids. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Was that with you, Viv? I don't know. I think maybe yeah, I think or so. like yeah. someone sent a photo of it. <laughs> yeah, I sent you the photo of yeah. it. That's why I feel I like I, I remember. Was shocked. Yeah. Uh, so but I think those kind of images go around really, really quickly. And that's the kind of thing that will force people to not go. If it takes them so long to get lunch, then they are unlikely to visit that park. Yeah, yeah definitely. You know what absolutely sends me as well? It's all these people who have like, never visited anywhere in Paris. And then like we complain about these things because we have to stand in like an hour queue to get a Casey's hot dog. They cut the railroad to bush regions. They close Walt's restaurant. And you always have these people online just like, well, why do you complain? Like, eh, you just like, can't the magic. It's like, no. It's like, you're that blinded by everything. The fact that you can't see, like, what's actually going on here. Like, you can love a place and still complain about it when they're literally, like, closing the railroad because they can't afford to run it. Like, in what world do we live in where that's a thing, like in a Disney park? Well, you know, we were talking um, before about, like, Disneyland Paris ownership and that kind of stuff, but I feel like that's kind of, when I said, you know, blessing, you know, good or bad, I feel like that mm. might be a little bit of the downside that's of things. Part because, of the bad. Yeah, um, absolutely. The good thing is that if Disneyland Paris was in really, really big trouble, then I'm sure money from the U.S. would come in. But also, you know, when Galaxy's Edge yeah. tanked for a little bit and when the uh, when Hong Kong was stuck for cash because of protest and everything, this was, of course, all before this huge mess that everyone's in. Uh, well, Disneyland Paris mm. was asked to, you know, do even more, to cut even yeah. more so that, so that they could save money in Paris to give to Asia or the U.S. at different times. So it's a good and bad thing, but also we got two billions to make, to extend our park. So, you know... Mm. <laughs> But that was probably happening anyway, because it's like Hong Kong's not even owned by Disney. Well, Hong Kong Hong Kong owns enough of Disney. Uh, Disney owns enough of Hong Kong Disneyland that they would care if it was doing like doing more to the you know to the brink of bankruptcy, because that's obviously we know they don't own one hundred percent. But for most people in the world, all the Disney parks are Disney. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So the brand is I mean, the brand, no matter who owns it. Yeah. Absolutely. Question. Well, I'm confused. Confused. They did these joint ventureships in the first place, but you know. Well, for, I have a question for, for people markets, in the like... room a little bit. Hmm? Um, I have a question for people in the room. Um, if so, let's imagine we come back from all of this, and Paris has to cut something. They have to make up some money. What is the one thing that you will cut that will not negatively ex- affect the guest experience? Mm-hmm. Mickey, still how magic? <laughs> yeah, how much would that save? Like ten euros? Yeah, <laughs> literally. Um, you all can't, unless you would start closing attractions. Well, I would cut Disney animations. Well, I mean, yeah, I see it yeah. as a positive from my personal enjoyment. 
<laughs> but also, but also, but also because it's like one of the only things that actually brings people really close. So if you're still thinking like the Corona situation, yeah, why have eliminations? Yeah. And you know, at all. if you're going to blame Corona for, for many things, uh, let's use it at least to get rid of eliminations. I think that's positive. <laughs> yeah, even, you know. even the parade. Even the parade. Who's playing bingo of, tonight? <laughs> you could get, you could get uh, the parade for a while. Yeah, I mean, the parade, I, I feel like I feel like they could do they could do that, they you know, it. princess outing like they did. Like that was more like of an unscheduled thing. If it's short, it's, if it's short and, and like eight times a day, then people will not wait for it for long. If it's like, well, just like I a mean, five minute thing. Face, just for face character bingo needs are probably. Bingo. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. It would be tough. Yeah, I mean, I, Disneyland Paris doesn't have much. I mean, to answer your question, Jeff, uh, Disneyland Paris doesn't really have anything extra that it could cut without affecting the guest experience. Really, to be honest, we're kind of like bare bones. Yeah, seasons, I mean, your AP I guess, is I guess seasons, seasons. But it's also because yeah. people are just very demanding. Yeah, they just want everything. It's going to go up, right? <laughs> I think that's pretty much guaranteed, but. They're extending everyone's annual passes, so even if they extend annual passes, I don't think, I don't think prices, people are demanding. I think like they're expecting a certain level of of okay. service, yeah, experience, yeah, experience, experience. Like, exactly. absolutely, yeah. And Paris, in a lot of places, don't. So, 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 so if they cut, apart, sorry, like, if they cut illumination, they could ahead. just put a projection show on for the for the evening. There's yeah, a rolling, yeah. there's a rolling one like the Halloween parties or something like that. Yeah. It could just still do mm-hmm. something, but. Rolled yeah. over a couple of hours. Like they want it. They do a Disney World after um, Happy Once Ever upon a, after. Once upon a time. Yeah, something like yeah, something like that. I think they should, I think they like should a project, show that rolls. They should project Natasha's speeches on the castle. No one would you. <laughs> Make those turrets into the Chinese urns. You know, some real mapping. Um, but so, I think um, I think annual pass prices are likely to go up, right? But they're extending everyone's annual yeah. passes, so that. Increasing revenue is going to be a long yeah. way off. Cohen says, give us dreams without I think if dreams doesn't, um, well, dreams or even illumination without fireworks, I feel like people would not be camping as much. And also you could run it like three times Please, in the please. evening so that people could go either at like 9, 10 or 11, you know, and then that hmm. means that it yeah. wouldn't be as much of a, a giant like crowd. You know, and you're not having that push of people going out and rushing off to the RER or Yeah, or people, people would see it at nine and just go something else. And people will spread out dinner reservations more as well. Because now they're all like, yeah. oh we gotta go after parade, but before illuminations and mm. like mm. But before illuminations on at eleven o'clock it doesn't get dark till nearly eleven anyway, so you can't put on at nine or ten because you won't see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Isn't that a positive? Anyway. Uh, <laughs> so back to the questions uh the first one um is any guesses on um on when and how disney world will reopen it does seem like um, they feel i feel like they, they they try to sound confident over there but i don't don't think they realize how much i mean uh, i don't know maybe because we have I a few weeks the on them in europe and we've we've lived uh, through all this stuff more than them but i don't know it, I, I think the US will reopen and then they'll shut straight back down again. 
But I feel like yes. that would be, would be hugely damaging. <laughs> and you know, when you see like what yeah. happened at the last night of Magic Kingdom, where basically the park was like packed, and like the COVID yeah. crisis was still happening, was already happening. Like you know, like the <laughs> uh, the people like went in for that last evening in Magic Kingdom and packed together. They don't give a shit. So I feel like had, um, the second they reopen, literally all of Florida will be oh, Magic please. Kingdom, and they will have to close it back. <laughs> yeah. That's that's a real worry, and I think in the U.S., more so than Europe, it's happening a little bit in the U.K. at the moment. But um, they're really obsessing over reopening the economy, which is great. But um, I think also that pressure is going to come at a real risk of them not being ready to do it, and then them having to do it again, and that's going to be even worse. The, the other risk is is the cast members that they've all sent home. Like Epcot, yeah. they've got it. They've got a. They're missing a, a chunk of cast members. Right, CRP. They won't be able to restart that until, even Next if they wanted to year. reopen right now, they would be able to restart. I think they have an intake it in July so that they could take. But even yeah. then, that would be probably about one quarter level staffing. Yeah, They'll only open the America Pavilion. Of all countries, but mostly the American pavilion. Mostly America. <laughs> <laughs> and besides, other than that, of course, um, they sent all the CRPs home to their home countries, yeah. and Trump has travel banned them all. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. even if he wants it to come in, um, at the moment, they, they can't. <laughs> So the next, the like... next uh, question is kind of linked to that is if you have to temporarily give up one of the parks in Orlando, which one would it be? Ooh. Wait, what was that? Sorry? If what you have to is... temporarily give up one of the parks in Orlando, which one would it be? Hollywood Studios and permanently. Hollywood, oh stu- Hollywood, Hollywood Studios because you couldn't have that crowd gathering to do those, their, yeah, their acts access, in the morning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, you can't have those people gathering. That's a good point, actually, um, Darren. Um, if we come oh, back yeah. and there's virtual queues, everyone's going to be congregating just randomly around the park on their phones trying to get queue positions. Yeah, but that's uh, really dangerous. Point. They'll be gathering outside <laughs> attractions, yeah. Uh, the yeah. the move is just shifted. Yeah. I think they'll make you book it before you go. So you'll have to book it the night before or something. And you'll pick your rides. Yeah, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Yes, that would work. Yeah, it'll just come out with standard gonna... fast pass probably. And that'll be the only thing. If you have a fast pass on your normal 60 days, you ride. If you don't, you don't. Oh, that'll be fun. I'll have oh, to do it. Do you guys see... And this, that's, that's going to be the last question, I think, for today. Because we've been going for two hours and 20 minutes. Um, do you guys see DLP ever reaching the American or even the Asian standards, and what would it take? Ooh, why a big question. It oh, depends on what it would area. take for the, the teams to learn the product. Would be a great it's new teams. It depends on what areas there. Do you know what I mean? Because like some of the productions that Paris pulls off are incredible. If you look at something yeah. like on the level of Max Live, like what some of these teams can create is world class. Mm-hmm. Like, it really is. It's yeah. just, it's inconsistent. So I think that's where they fall down. Like, Max Live is, like, one of the best Disney shows I've ever seen. Yeah, fully agree. Paris. That was Paris that pulled that off. Do you know what I mean? That's internal Paris teams. They did that. 
And when you see that, sure, um, they had all the influences and they had helping hands, but like that short film for Tower Terror was just amazing out of nowhere, right? Absolutely, like they out of nowhere they pull this random stuff that they can pull together, like the special defense team. I said it before, like a few episodes ago. Some of the stuff the special events team pulls together, like these events and like special events and things like that, are incredible. I think so, like, generally, this there, and the next surprise Mickey the first year, for example, that was a big surprise. Was a big yeah, surprise. that was fun. Mm-hmm. For for yeah, probably the they tiny can budget do that these they had. Cute shows. Seven yeah. times Look out of ten, entertainment like... comes out good. Seven times out of ten. But I think I think overall, yeah. um, mm-hmm. there I feel. And that that might be like you know a boring or, or logist uh, you know um, operational question. I feel like mm. I feel like Disney and Paris relies too much on third party um, yes. involvement. Um, uh, you know yeah. uh, HR like third party agencies yeah. for cast members, and also yeah. they rely yeah. too much on short term contracts. And so bringing yeah. in those people who have not been taught the disney way who were not necessarily passionate some of them i'm sure are even in like you know the the cleaning team from onet but sadly a lot of them are not and also people who, yeah. who are on temporary contracts working in restaurants working in shops for the summer like they may not really want to be there and and i mean this has to do with a ton of different factors like how much can tlp pay people how long can DLP mm-hmm. keep people? Of course, workforce in France is much more expensive than, mm-hmm. you know, in, in the US. And let's not talk about like, you know, China, like how much do they pay Shanghai Disneyland cast members? Probably a quarter of what they pay Paris, right? Um, yeah, that's true. So I feel like maybe they can't, they can't have as many cast members on all the time. We also have like pretty low seasons. But I mean, in the end, I feel like that's such a huge part of the experience is that you have such great cast members uh, most of the per- permanent cast members are really amazing, but then they kind of diluted in like you know all the temporary cast members that come yeah. in. I I I think in general though, Disney on Paris just kind of needs to learn what it's doing well and kind of stick with that because I feel like there's so yeah. much, but they there's a lot that they could do. But I feel like the like we said earlier, I feel like they spread resources far too thin, far too often, and if they kind of just picked a lane and stuck to the lane they would end up getting somewhere. And I feel like the, the, the problem is, is like there's problems with food, there's problems with shows, there's problems with merchandise, there's problems in pretty much most, yeah. there's problems with the app, there's problems with like, you know, lots of things like that. But if they just picked one and there's went with it. And they don't know where it's from. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think they just need to kind of, kind of like, like they're, 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 it's good that they have, the, 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 they're trying to do something with the app. But at the end of the day, Today, this is kind of like what we need is we needed like a system overhaul, not just trying yes. to make an app work with what they have already. Because in twenty five years or in ten years or in fifteen years, the problem is going to be the same. But they'll just have a shiny app that's using Windows XP, Windows XE, or something. I don't know. Yeah, I, I feel like there's also like too many cooks in the kitchen too many times. It's it's really hard to get anything approved or anything done because everyone has an opinion and so many teams are involved and it's just so many people working in the offices that you know in the end like nothing gets decided in time or it's always done last minute because no one can agree on something whether maybe Mm. if they had like better people who are like more responsibility and more decision power directly to just do their thing if you know that they're good then things would happen in time and better and maybe better organized but i think paris has ambition right so even I know we moan about Lime Buddy a lot, but they saw a problem in that 
the lines for characters are frequently crazy and they try to come up with some form of solution. I think once they start updating those ancient, outdated systems, that we might actually see something happen. Yeah. But let's see. I don't know. Ash is asking about the Project 2020. What was it called? Um, 2020. <laughs> it's just DLP 2020. 2020. <laughs> oh, yeah. Future ready. Well, <laughs> and I don't know if they meant like December 31st, 2020, but now with the way the year is going, this is definitely not happening. <laughs> They're just going to graffiti uh, that anyway. The last zero. They'll just graffiti that over. I'm like, oh, 2021. We meant 2021, people. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's basically <laughs> spray painted backstage anyway, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh man. man, that thing was abandoned as soon as Catherine left. Let's be real. Like, it's about, the sad thing is, if she stayed, it, I bet it would have been delivered. A hundred percent. At the moment, we have a photo pass system that somehow has coronavirus. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's still not back. It's still not back. No, because it's also it's just because the whole department isn't working. But somehow they did yeah. decide to just shut down this. The site. They should have just kept they it put, online. They put them all on temporary unemployment, so now they can't get the pictures back. Oh, yeah, <laughs> but somehow some people can access their photos on an app. Like I spoke to someone yesterday. Oh, they're like, can. "Oh, I can see all my photos on my app. I can download them all," which is weird. What's that inconsistency? Did they, yeah. Uh, did they update? Are they on the latest version of the app? Yeah, Maybe they are. The it's one. really oh. weird. No, they were on the latest version. I don't understand why Paris didn't just pay Fujifilm like, and just go, look, this is pretty bad. Just take some money yeah, and keep it ticking over for a bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. But instead, Fujifilm we currently have a photo pass system that's down because of coronavirus or something. Yeah. I don't know. And also, a lot of people haven't, hadn't been informed. Like, people who, like, we all got AP emails saying, oh, you need to, like, give consent to Disney, blah, blah, blah. But those who bought the pass in the park or like got the voucher, nobody told them like you gotta download your photos before March thirty first. <laughs> so well, they they even said you don't need to worry about it because everything's just yeah. going to be transitioned and it will all be fine. On yeah, but only April. if you gave consent on like that email. Yeah. So to those so, who just like bought a, an eighty euro photo pass, a lot of them have just don't have their photos because they didn't know. Yeah. It's say, almost Jeff, as if Paris has a history right of migration issues. Yeah, I said that something will go wrong. At this point, yeah, I don't think I remember Jeff totally coronavirus would happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, you know, we before all of this madness. So. I think in the end, but, we're all this on this show because we 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 also love Disneyland in Paris, and I feel like the all the quirks and all the weirdness and all it's what also makes it interesting. I don't know. I don't yeah, know I if I would be uh, as much of a fan. I mean, obviously, I love like Tokyo Disney Resort for all the amazing things that they create, but I don't know if I would be as passionate a fan if there wasn't like all the weird things that Disneyland Paris does all the time. And we can talk yeah. about. <laughs> it's like a... no, I searched. Um, I searched on Google yesterday, uh, or maybe Sunday. I don't know. Um, I searched Disneyland Paris Photo Pass Plus, and the name on Google for that page is Walt Disney's Photo Pass. And I'm like, oh, he came up with that, did he? Oh. Wow. <laughs> he was a forward-thinking visionary, that guy. <laughs> he's, he's out there taking your photos right now. <laughs> anyway. Walt Disney's Photo Pass service. Oh, boy. Trust All me, right. Google it. It's actually where it said, like, Walt Disney fur, personally fur lord. Like, it's like, Walt Disney is not paying 
all that stuff. Yeah, I, that's I can't on the BBC. Yeah, it was like, yeah, like Walt Disney, Disney stop paying, paying one hundred thousand cast members. Like, wow, Perfect. that Walt Disney. Andrew. All right. Well, on that note, I think it's time to end the show. It's been two hours and a half. Um, thank you guys for uh, joining and for listening and for sending your questions. Um, are we saying that we'll we'll be back for uh, another show next week? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. What else? <clears throat> well, I don't know. You could have some grand plans of doing. Yeah, I'm getting my hair cut next week. <laughs> oh, Seb's saying, Seb's saying that they pulled the PhotoPass app on Android. Yeah, right. Weird. Could you imagine if, like, when the parks are open, they go, surprise, it's going to be on the DLP app, and we all, like, die of shock because, like, it's finally happening. They're probably mad to lose <laughs> everyone's pictures anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. 100%. You're not getting those back. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, Glad Rich- I downloaded it. God. Richie, this is, God. Your, this is your song to end the show. Uh, so tell us about your song. Oh. It is the updated version, I believe, around... Um, Jeff, when, when did this version come out? Because you will like this. It's like the updated current version. 17, is it 17? Yeah. I think it was yeah. a 17 <laughs> run. No. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yes. Yeah, it yeah, was. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Of this what? is the 2017 <laughs> or remastered version of Main Street Electrical Parade, and it is the um, opening segment from the opening of the parade. Yeah, there you go. All right. Opening segment of Main Street Electrical Parade remastered. That's a good, that's a good way to finish the show because it feels like it's like a nighttime thing good night kiss good night kiss well thank you thank you everyone uh, thank you for listening reading sending questions and interacting with all of us uh, uh, all day and, and on Monday nights and uh, we will uh, see you next week thanks everyone bye bye we survived on Gentlemen, boys and girls, Disneyland proudly presents our spectacular festival pageant of nighttime magic and imagination. In thousands of sparkling lights and electro-synthomagnetic musical sounds, the Main Street Electrical Parade.